0: We are live from Utica, New York. The crowd is going wild. It's WrestleMania 35 sort of special on the Uticast, episode 198. Uh, Also this week, we're joined by Devin and Nicole Hoffman uh, talking about the quick brewery stop on Twitter and Instagram, their newest sort of startup business. It's a wrestling-heavy show, folks. I just got to warn you guys, we're recording right now live uh, before our WrestleMania party. I hope you guys are excited. It's a great moment, guys. WrestleMania 35, what an occasion. Udicast 198, the Road to 200 rolls on. We're happy as always to have you here. That's right, folks. We're back. We're back live right here from Utica, New York. It's the Uticacast episode 198, sort of our Wrestlemania, I wouldn't call it a Wrestlemania special. It's very wrestling heavy this week because we're taping this right before the Uticacast made Utica Wrestlemania 35 watch party. And of course, I'm joined as always by the baddest mother on the planet... Heather Waz, the Uticast Podcasting Network Women's Champion. How's it going today? Great, awesome. I appreciate you coming in early to do this today. You're welcome. It's an extra hour early. You could have been hanging out with your husband and child, but no, you came in here because you're a true performer. That's right. Committed to the game. Committed to the game. And of course, joining me as always, the Phenom, the Beast, yeah, the Conqueror, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Kevin Sullivan. Uh, WrestleMania. We're here. We made it. We've been watching a lot of wrestling. There has been a lot of wrestling content going on on the screen. Do you think that we've maybe already pre-burned ourselves out from wrestling a little bit? Have we been watching too People much? People generally always do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> That's the MO. Um, so I'm very excited uh, for wrestling uh, after this. This is your Super Bowl. Besides the Super Bowl. Besides, like, the Premier League final day and mm-hmm. this, yeah, WrestleMania, last day of the Premier League season... Uh, I always make a big deal out of MLB opening day and then I kind of don't care about it uh, mm. the first weekend of March Madness a lot of big it's nice to see him get
1: back out there and get playing baseball I was having a talk with somebody the other day about baseball on opening day I'm like yeah. I know
0: it's a long season but it's nice to see a game was it uh, GFOP Aaron Higgins because she loves talking baseball <laughs> no uh, well she's it's her birthday today by the way oh there you go and so text her and her happy birthday. I did we sent her lots of messages uh, you know who birthday is birthday who's Jackie Chan so oh. she shares a birthday with the legend that's awesome Jackie Chan Shout out to Jackie Chan. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, <laughs> Kev. I just got to ask you about one. Re- well, we're gonna do uh, Heather's WrestleMania picks uh, live after uh, after the second half of the interview with uh, Devin and Nicole Hoffman, which was a great interview. Nice talk to them. Mm. I told it's funny because. I was like, you guys are like the made the newest members of Maiden Utica. And part of me was like there was some sort of ritual they had to go. It doesn't mean anything <laughs> like to be a member of Maiden Utica. But I kept thinking there about There is a secret blood
1: ritual we do. We don't talk about it. I'm not supposed to say it on the show I might get we in we trouble, said but it. there is, yeah. Yeah, there just, is I a can't ritual if you, just you wanna said get that. yeah,
0: you get jumped in. Because I was I was sort of thinking about that scene in The Sopranos when when Christopher gets like in his mob, uh, he gets and, made. You know, and they put the burning card in his hand, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. "If you betray a maiden, Utica, so burn your souls in the fire of hell." You know, and he's like burning cards. Yeah, and, yeah that's what Justin keeps like. trying to get me to do. That. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> i <I'm shooting laughs> burning cards in my hand. I don't know. Uh, but one thing we did watch for wrestling last night that's been getting a little bit of mainstream coverage is last night was the Hall of Fame inductions for the WWE. Right oh, before. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania, they have the Hall of Fame inductions, and one of the inductees was Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, him and his his partner Jim the Anvil Nightheart. And, and during his ceremony, a fan ran in and tackled, tackled. him. Ta- Did you saw the yeah. video? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were wa- We 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 weren't watching. We had just switched back over from the basketball game, and I think he had already they'd already moved past it. Sure. Um, I was thinking though. Is there anyone, any other like sport or profession that you would least want to run in and try and attack and? I guess
2: if that's the one you're gonna. That's the one you do it to. <laughs> a profession? I don't
0: know. That guy got punched pretty pretty hard by a couple of the wrestlers. Yeah, I mean, other than like UFC, I
1: suppose, <laughs> fighting based. But there were because it was their Hall of Fame ceremony. They had all their guys out there, so like. That guy, I mean, I I can never really get my head around the mindset of somebody who decides to run <laughs> on the field, run onto something, run out somewhere. Like it's just so cool, like because you know how poorly it's gonna end. Like there's just no, I don't, I can't imagine being Thought somebody process. who makes that decision. But like if you're gonna do it somewhere there, I mean, he was immediately surrounded by forty it dudes who were all like, mm-hmm. you know, six foot four and brick houses of muscle and mm-hmm. just.
2: He got know, hit. Do we know why he did it? Did they say? Because That's why, why does I, anybody do it? I, I, why does I, I, anybody I why ever do it? it
0: though. I've heard rumors that the fan didn't like mean it in like a... Uh, he wasn't trying to beat him up. He was... Well, uh, well, no, he, he looked like he was trying yeah. to beat him up, but like, what, do you going to tackle the
3: man? He's like, won what his what you? five seconds of
0: fame. Five sec- yeah, he got it. He, I, and he and got there, wrecked, too. <laughs> yeah, there is that footage of uh, one of the tag team champion members, of the Revival, who we'll talk about later, uh, giving the guy a stiff shot to the face on the way out. I wonder if he'll get in trouble for that. Probably not, maybe? No, the
1: company's definitely getting sued. Everybody's getting sued.
2: Anyone who touched him. That yeah. Guy,
1: yeah, that guy's going to be trying to yeah. sue everybody because mm. he'll get a settlement somewhere. That There's guy's getting paid. A lot of footage out there now, too, of him getting punched. Him getting punched like pretty blatantly, well after well after he was apprehended, too, like a pretty mm. cheap shot punch. Even though it was well-deserved and justified, and I understand it, but mm-hmm. uh, he'll get some dollars.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, one last sports-related news. We are now in... Tomorrow is the finals of the NCAA uh, tournament. So yeah. the Maiden Utica tournament that we did do a couple weeks ago. We're still in it. Uh, I don't even know where anybody is in terms of the rankings. I, I know I can still win if Virginia wins. The match is Virginia versus Texas. Uh, by the time you folks on the podcast will be listening to it, the game will be over. But guys, who do you think is going to win the national championship game tomorrow night? Uh, the number five-ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders, kind of the surprise team, or Virginia Cavaliers, the number one seed from their division, probably the favorite. People are calling it pretty close, though. Any thoughts?
2: I don't care. No care. Good. No care. No, I will.
0: I can. No. I
1: can second the notion. I definitely don't care. Um, who won last year? Did last, year, win last year, no Virginia.
0: So last year, Virginia was the sixth the number one seed, and they lost in the first round to the sixteen seed, which is the first time that had ever happened. Huh. So for Virginia, it'd be kind of a nice come up, right? Nice, like, nice, like redemption story. Yeah, we had this, symbi- yeah, but I'll Texas know. Tech. I'll go Virginia. You kinda, like the number five out of nowhere underdogs? Yeah, this, this what are they even doing? Kind of surprising team. So that's the narrative. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, Whoever. I picked Virginia in my bracket, so I guess I'm rooting for Virginia. Okay. So, uh, and I was guessing, so I'll take it
2: next year. I'm doing bracket.
0: Next I year, you're going to do a bracket? Yeah. You should have done it. Yeah. We all should have done it this year again. I always forget. I it,
2: forgot.
0: My mom always gets mad because she forgets right before it starts. She's like, can I get in now? I'm like, it's the next day. She's like, ah, you're mean. I'm like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't just, set I it, it up. Like, I, yeah. uh, all right, so let's get through a couple. Um, it's, it's really a hodgepodge of news stories. I really do feel like doing your picks is going to take up uh, a good amount of time, so I'm trying to save some for it. Um, but let's go through a couple stories. Uh, have you guys read... Anything this week about uh revolutionary war hero Casimir Pulaski? Pulaski? I always pronounce his name incorrectly. <laughs> Have you read anything about this? Pulaski. Is it Pulaski? Is it Pulaski? Pulaski?
2: It says Pulaski.
0: Pulaski. There you yeah. go. You your your Casimir. Casimir, I know. Casimir. Casimir. Yeah. Have no, you read the story that there's Is this statue gone? No, no, The statue's oh. here, I think, oh. right? You can see I think see they were it. working oh. on it or something. Uh, anyway, so, go with your story. Well, researchers this week noted that the Polish officer's delicate bone structure around uh his skeleton was extracted from a monument, and they think he may have been intersex or may have been a woman. So that's, uh, yeah, so there you go. Mm. Kazimir Pulaski, Pulaski. Delicate Bones. Delicate Bones, may have been a woman, intersex. I'm seeing a lot of coverage on this this that's week. That's kind of cool. It's kind of wild, right? Yeah. Uh, there are, I, I, besides uh, locally, there's like 21 other city, uh, cities and areas in the United States named after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the prominent Polish figures. So I wonder if you'll hear more stories about it. I thought it was interesting today. Kind of yeah. a strange story to come out of nowhere. Uh, I wonder, like, um seems kind of odd to figure that out so late, right? Science. <laughs> Just like, well, we were digging up some bones. They so probably never got around to it. They <laughs> this man's bones out of his grave. Yeah, what made sense. him
2: snatch, what made him... Yeah, that's bones? what I
0: wonder, I guess. Like, why were people Maybe someone, out there?
2: someone, like, gave him, said that they found hmm. evidence that mm-hmm. he might be a girl.
0: Uh... An estimated 1 in 1,500 people are born intersex or with bodies that are not readily defined as male or female. So if you're looking for a ratio, there you go. Thank you. Uh, this is all part of a Smithsonian Channel documentary called The General Was Female? Question mark? Terrible name. That is yeah. a really poor name. Anytime for you, you have
1: to put an and or inflection <laughs> yeah. in the reading of your title to make it work, <laughs> yeah, a Poor title. And you lack a decent editor. Yeah, but
0: uh, so that's a documentary. Uh, I just thought of, we have the statue still here. It's like floating around in the sure. city, right? So yeah, I'm, I wonder if we'll hear anything locally about the statue
2: now. Well, oh, I bet you people will be real worked we are going to be by it with.
0: People are going to say it's it. it's part of the agenda. It's the deep state. <laughs> it's about the liberals, the liberals. Call. It's the deep state. Uh, all right, let's move on. I have two uh, not really related education based stories, but uh, we'll dig through them very quickly. Uh, so there's a lot of research going out there. Do you guys ever take SATs when you were in high school? Yeah. Obviously yeah. you did. Do you remember what you got? Did you do well on them? Did no. you not do well on them? I did not yeah. do well You it. didn't do well? We won't talk about it. Um I <laughs> I took it twice. I think I did pretty well, but I kinda don't remember.
2: Like I, don't I really remember, but I know
0: I didn't. Kat, did you do well? You feel like I feel yeah, like you're good. you're pretty good with words. I, pretty good.
1: I was um it was weird. I had it was a very strange circumstance when I took my SAT and I the first little bit of it. Um, I was still I'd been to a party the night before. Oh, okay. I was mad that I couldn't go to a concert <laughs> with my friends that day. I couldn't go see Blink-22 and Green Day because my dad's like, you've got to go take the SATs this day. And so I went to a party and I was mad. And when I got there, I was still very hungover and a little bit drunk. Uh, but I did pretty well. Nice. And I never took them again. I really used them. But, yeah, yeah I remember the SATs. It was weird. They were
2: Whitesprow. I white did bad. It it as bad well as as I wanted to do. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, this Friday, this recent Friday, was the deadline for SATs for students across the country to sign up for their SAT uh, tests. I have a couple of kids, I think, who didn't sign up. And grumble. Uh, but in the wake of this college admission scandal, and in a lot of reporting I've been reading, there's a big Vox article a couple weeks ago, NPR, one about a month ago. Oh, it seems like a lot of people are questioning the benefit of what an SAT or an ACT test actually is. Uh, Shows colleges and what it actually means for people, mm-hmm. uh, but
1: hasn't that that been the case for a long time? I feel like for years now, I've been here, and all colleges don't really pay attention to SATs. I
2: don't. I I got into Plattsburgh and everything, and no one paid attention to any my
1: I think it's just the, the reason they exist. Primarily, it seems like people talk about them in sitcoms. Well, yes, that's part <laughs> of it too. But I
0: think that also um, there's not really an easy way to judge potential for a kid based on, like, just what they did in high school, like, their grades. It's really hard to define something to, like, look at and and be like, well, here's a good indicator of whether this kid is ready to be a college student. And even that feels uh, very soft. Mm -hmm. It doesn't feel like a strong indicator. I just don't think there's ever been a better way that anyone's come up with Mm -hmm. to, like, replace it. Well,
1: because you can't, I mean, in an ideal world, it would be interviewing people. Meeting with yeah. people directly, but you can't interview everybody who applies to a college. And I mean, Especially if you're some mm-hmm. giant school, like if you're the University of Michigan, you can't interview every single person who applies to come to your college every year. Like, you can't. That's, that'd be insane.
2: That's why it's good they have, like, the essays and things, too, just mm-hmm. to get to know them a
0: little bit better. Well, what you see, too, is a lot of these SAT prep courses that pop up. Mm-hmm. And uh, the problem is they, like, guarantee a lot of, like, results for these kids, which is also impossible to guarantee, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, also, I think essays can be tough because. With essays, it's very predisposed towards kids who are really uh, well-spoken and well-written. Like, I can write a great essay. I'd write a killer essay if I was sending it in. I'm not very good at math, specifically. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going for something, and there's a lot of degrees like engineering, computer science, where... You know, somebody might not have really dexterous uh, handle over the language and, like, writing it down and making an essay that's going to move you, but they're still really smart and a great candidate. Mm-hmm. So it's tough because I don't know how you do that, you know, and put people into, you know, figure out if somebody is off a page yeah, I or see it, two
0: or whatever. I see it a lot with, like, a lot of my kids ask me to write recommendation letters or yeah. they're doing, like, uh, you know, junior frontiers or, uh, like, all these scholarship programs or these grants. And it's it's like crummy to say that you have to use almost a template when you're writing these things because mm-hmm. you have to write so many of them. But there's so many of these kids, you know, who do so much great stuff, and we do so many things with them. And I've been making resumes with them over the last couple of weeks. That's one of the things we're doing. Mm-hmm. And what drives me nuts is that every one of those resumes is exactly the same now because they all do these programs with us. And it's just like, wow, it really—they're all the same. Like, how can mm-hmm. you? And they're not because you meet them, and their personalities mm-hmm. and the individuality of each kid is so different. But when you put it down on paper and mm-hmm. put it on LinkedIn or like an indeed it all just sort of becomes a big mush and I think that's disappointing and it's probably just like that for college admissions too yeah so yeah uh, all right, let's let's move away from education. I don't really care to talk about the other story anymore. Pay the teachers, though. Yeah, yeah, pay the teachers. They should pay the teachers. Thanks, Kamala Harris. How about her? She wants to pay the teachers. I'm that. Anybody wants to pay the teachers has mm-hmm. my respect. A uh, little bit of New York news. Uh, New York State is poised to raise the smoking age from 18 to 21. Any thoughts, guys, about raising the smoking age? Great. I
2: think it's a good idea for sure.
0: Great. Fire it up. I felt like they. Uh, it seems like they're never going to lower the drinking or smoking ages. They're just going to raise them, right? Mm-hmm. Back in the day, wasn't there, for like an argument that people should be able to drink at eighteen? Back in the, the day, because the they day. did. Yeah, I remember that being like an old time argument. For that, yeah, yeah. I think that's connected to like car safety stuff, cool. though. Uh,
1: yeah, I think that well, that was where a lot of the lobbying came in to change those yeah. rules and laws. Like, you talk to, like, a lot of our parents, are like, oh, when here, the drinking age is 18, like, talking about their kids. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of that stuff, it was changed because of, you know, the lobby from, like, you know, the Mothers Against Drunk Driving and all that stuff that went on and sort of pushed it back to 21. Um, I mean, I can't identify with the argument that if you can serve the country and you can sign up to get sent to the desert to die on a lie, mm-hmm. then you can certainly, you should be able to, like, buy a beer. But... By that same token, it really does make sense to raise up the age for some of this stuff and make sure people take some time, because if there's anybody dumber than a 21-year-old it's an 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: And it gives them time to mature a little bit more before they decide to like start smoking.
0: Yeah, it's true. I think I also think, too, especially now, when it seems like smoking numbers, like traditional like cigarette smoking mm-hmm. numbers are way It's down. just another mm-hmm.
1: step for them to, like, it's... Because you can't just ban stuff, you can't just get rid of stuff, so you have to... It's like playing a game of chess. And you keep making moves so that you can checkmate something out of existence, you know what I mean? This is just pursuing across the board to the final goal of, like, checkmating it as a whole, mm. which is good. It's has got to do.
0: All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, okay, this is kind of a funny story. Uh, so this is from Hillsboro, California. Uh, a, a war between government rules and property rights is playing out in a posh San Francisco neighborhood. A retired publishing mogul has installed an elaborate homage to the Flintstones in his house. A bold, his house is covered in Stone Age sculptures from the 1960s cartoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a big battle about people not wanting it in their neighborhood. Uh, My question for you guys is, would you be offended if your neighbor built some sort of elaborate Flintstones-style... Like, almost mini golf looking housing structure. Never. It
2: wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me at all. It's his Never. property. It's his house. Make it him comfortable.
0: Would it bother you if it drew more, like, people around to the area? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if more people started showing up to look at this thing, wouldn't I, that be a little more annoying? The streets I would, are yeah. busier. I'd if people All goes
1: to were... Jose, a tourist destination. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think certainly to some degree you'll have some annoyance if it becomes, like, I don't know, an, an attraction, but you probably... What do you to do about it? Well, I would be annoyed with really. my
2: son because there'd be more people out front of my house and around lurking around my house. So mm-hmm. I think that would make me a little nervous. Yes,
1: yeah. mm-hmm. I would not
2: cast. I would be like, Go ahead, whatever. Yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't my, care. my
1: bigger concerns would be um, any kind of like noise or disruption like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. you can look however you want, whatever goes on outside the house, it goes on outside the house. But if it disrupts me in my home, then it becomes a different kind of problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I hear it. Like it's if too. it's something where you've got. You're playing like crazy Flintstones music super loud at <laughs> eleven Wait, o'clock no. at night on a Eight. Tuesday. We're gonna
0: have to we're gonna have to cut off Flintstones. Yeah. land.
2: but I still think it's cool that he's doing that with his house.
0: I appreciate That's when awesome. people do something wild. That's awesome. Do you remember where that guy down the street on Halloween would play like the Nightmare on Elm Street music out really loud into the street on Halloween yeah. and come out dressed like Freddy Krueger? That's that was cool. that was dope. I was mm-hmm. for that.
4: That's awesome.
0: Uh, all right. I, again I I tried to find an overlapping theme here for these for a quick four stories we're gonna come through. They're all like food and drink related. Is this a I new guess. segment? No, I guess not. The pantry. <laughs> uh, the pantry. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it's one. pretty good. Uh, so He's let's talk let's talk about this story. I've seen a lot of people talking about it. Have you guys seen the Burger King? Is testing out the impossible whopper. Yes. Uh that sounds a awesome. Vegetarian you're interested, so you're in on the vegetarian I, whopper. Well,
2: because I've had like this place big side up in Lake Place and makes these awesome mm-hmm. veggie burgers that taste almost like burgers. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited to see if this is
5: something similar to that. Yeah.
0: I've always thought that if you were like a vegetarian, that the like the sight of a hamburger isn't very appealing to you. So the idea of like a fake hamburger hmm. I d I don't know. I guess I never really thought about like if if I wasn't if I was against eating meat. Right. I don't think I'd want to eat a fake version of something I don't like. you know what I'm saying? Like I'm just thinking about it from like a No. Because, no. no.
1: Because the thing is it's still at the end of the day, you know, you like the way it's not you're not eating it because oh, I like the way it looks. A burger is a convenient way to give somebody food and have them eat it, mm-hmm. right? That's Hold true. it in yeah. your hands, it holds all the ingredients. It's the easiest way to like how else you're gonna do it? A sandwich by name. Does it AM. taste like beef?
0: Some
2: well, of them no. do. I mean, Some of them do.
0: Justin, beef adjacent. Come here for one second. Pop your head in. Justin doesn't really eat red meat. meat. Doesn't eat at all. Doesn't eat. Just real quick. Burger King is putting out the Impossible Whopper. It's It's a Whopper that's made of plant material, but it looks like a burger. Are you interested in eating the non-meat Whopper? Not necessarily. I would still get. I eat chicken still, so I would get chicken, but my problem with burgers they get too dry. If you do like bean or rice or like whatever, Mm -hmm. it becomes a dry. It depends on who's making it. It's not supposed to be a burger. Like Kevin said, it's just.
5: It's a sandwich. Okay. Okay. It's that (laughs) is (laughs) and It's a bean (laughs) sandwich.
1: It's a bean sandwich. He still still eats chicken. Like my daddy makes a great burger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He still eats chicken, so at the end of the day, like, the chicken option is always there. So well, it's definitely a full vegetarian. Nice. It's a...
2: Yeah. No, go. Nope. No, go. I over-talk. I'm I can't done. help you it.
1: Never, you've literally never
0: overtalked in your life. I do all the time. <laughs> I never
2: know how to stop. You're an undertalker.
0: <laughs> well, you, you know what? And, and to stay on this, you actually brought something up to me that, like, Taco Bell is starting their own, like, vegetarian-style menu. They're putting menu.
1: together a vegetarian menu, yeah, because they got, like, all the black beans, all of the pinto. Well, it's they already kind of everywhere. Have it. They put out... But they're putting it together and marketing it. You know what oh, I mean? Like, okay. well, so you'll be able to look at it, and there'll be a panel on their menu that says vegetarian. Um, it's, I mean, it's a space that you're going to see all these people chasing. Yeah. You know, those people come. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Might be something that the folks at Subway want to consider, because uh, they are in seemingly a tailspin over the last year and a half. Uh, Subway restaurants are doing so bad Uh, that numerous charts and graphs have been calling for their demise over the last month and a half. They've closed 1,100 Subway stops in the United States in 2018. Uh, They're still the number three uh, fast food restaurant uh, in the world behind McDonald's and Subway in terms of locations. Uh, But Burger King, catching up fast. Burger King's on the come up now. See, we just talked about Burger King. Uh, What do you think is Subway's problem? What's the deal with Subway? It's not good. It's not good. They
2: don't put enough meat ever or anything on their stuff because I used to work at Subway in high school. So if you got like a six-inch turkey, you got three little slices of turkey you'd have to put on there and people would always complain that there was never enough meat on there.
1: Yeah, and there's there's not any kind of, you know... And they
2: do have veggie patties.
1: You can't yeah. do that if you don't... Like anytime you go to get like a real sub, if you go to a pizza place or like Mello's or wherever yeah, else, you get like a... the meat is folded mm-hmm. onto the bread. With Subway, they lay it flat. So fell. even though they're putting a very little amount, they mm-hmm. trying to make it give full coverage. And so it does feel like... Even though you might nominally pay like a dollar fifty less than you would pay at your neighborhood pizza place, you're getting way less meal for it.
0: There's a couple arguments about what Subway's major problems are since from when they were at their peak. One uh-huh. is that they're no longer the only non-burger like in oh, yeah. town. Like there's places like Jimmy John's and Panera's, and a, you million, know, a million other million places. places. Jersey Mike's is a thing that people wrote on this list that apparently exists. Yeah. Um, the other one is that subways are kind of like, you can get a subway and own it, right? Like, yep. franchise. They're, in the, they're franchise, yep. right? So there's no guarantee that any one yep. subway is the same or as nice as another subway just by how it's run or who owns it or what yep. the location, you know what I mean? like, but but I I,
1: say, yeah, I feel like anybody, fran- most people
0: franchise. I think so. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know. But I think that there is an argument that subway is not the only like game in town it's for It's not like it corporately was. taken care of, really. Yeah. So. Is, <laughs> Parkinson keeps yelling, yelling Jared Fogel. That's huge that, yeah. That's, that's that was bad. colossal. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think that's, that's yeah, really that's screwed a, their it's, image.
1: It's a huge – anytime something like this happens, you can't – you're not going to be able to find the thing, point to something, be like this is the thing that did the other thing, you yeah. know, two plus two or whatever. Um, I think it's a lot of things because the Jared Fogel definitely didn't help, but they're not um, putting out quality food. Even the quality, like they don't give you enough – you know, food inside the sandwich and the quality of the mm-hmm. stuff they use is not very good. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at right. that, like it's the, you go there and you ask for ham and it's like round ham oh, loaf. Chicken. Yeah, <laughs> ham <laughs> loaf. for yeah. turkey, it's like round turkey loaf. You it's know, it's not like loaf. you're going getting, you know, deli sliced lunch meats.
0: Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, uh, another thing the millennials have canceled, guys. Are you ready? It's milk. Milk sales have dropped more than $1 wow. billion dollars as plant-based alternatives have taken off. A lot of folks not drinking milk. What are your thoughts, guys, on millennials canceling milk?
2: I love milk.
0: You like milk? I can't drink a glass of milk. Parkinson out there is another milk drinker. I love milk. never loved a glass of milk. Even as a kid, I felt like it was a chore. Like my mom would make me drink like, a glass of milk with dinner or something. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I hated it. I
2: feel like they're just doing it to be, just to say like they had almond milk in their coffee instead of creamer. Or they, I don't know, I feel
0: like... I like almond milk, but I feel like whenever I buy it and use it, I'm always really disappointed. I'm always like, ah, I didn't do what I, I wanted almond to do. milk
1: is delicious, yeah. um, but it doesn't, it's just, it's expensive, and I don't use enough milk anyway. Like, right. Besides the odd bowl of cereal or putting it in a recipe, like, I'm not really drinking a glass of milk. I could, if I was somewhere, like, if you're ever, like, a hospital, or a hospital cafeteria, I mm-hmm. might get one of the, the little little, little things, like, 2%, like, yeah. a little carton, put that down, but I don't really consume a
0: ton of milk. I love hmm. milk. Uh, another thing, apparently, this week the millennials are canceling is beer, uh, we're seeing a drop in beer. Uh, between 2016 and 2000, or 2006 and 2016, uh, beer lost 10 percent of its market share to mm-hmm. wine and liquor. Uh, mm-hmm. Even on the uh, beeriest days of the year, Super Bowl Sunday in 2016, 20 percent of young drinkers would rather drink wine, and another 20 percent would rather sip liquor. You're also seeing the rise of a lot more of these like flavored malt beverages. Mm-hmm. These sort of like uh, White Claw has really mm-hmm. dominated yep. the market. I'm sure we'll see some White Claw tonight at this wrestling event. You know,
1: I mean this is uh, so this is definitely this is a space that I've I've been in for a lot of years and mm-hmm. seeing. And White Claw is really you know, I've said it to you before. I know we've talked about it privately, but a couple of years ago, maybe like three, four or so years ago, you would see ciders everywhere. Oh yeah, everybody yeah. was drinking yes. cider, and not you know a lot of different people did, but like primarily out, you would see a lot of the girls that come out drinking cider, and they would be have like their go tos and some flavored. And then ever since White Claw hit not only do you see so much less cider salad. Everybody who's a cider yeah. drinker has moved to White Claw, but you're seeing a lot of guys who are more calorie conscious and a little mm-hmm. bit more conscious mm-hmm. of getting, like, when you get a lot of when you drink a lot of beer, you get like all like full and kind mm-hmm. of loaded feeling. And so they've been like dominating the space. So it makes sense to me if people are moving off beer because I can literally see it play out over the course of a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You're in also, the industry. Well, you're
0: also seeing like a lot of these like lime ritas like budweiser has got the limerita mm-hmm. and Natty Light has something called the Natter Day, which is sort of like another type <laughs> thing. <laughs> Corona's got something called the Refresca, which is another like fruity beer yeah. type thing. Yeah. Not really my scene. Uh but I see it out a lot more. You see a lot less You know what the trick
1: always is with that stuff, too? It's like one of those things where it's not my scene. It's not what I'm buying if I go to the store. But if I'm sitting out yeah. on a boat yeah, for and sure. it's yeah. real yes. sunny and somebody yes. kicks something over you, you're like, what is the lime
0: and grapefruit in this beer you
1: said? Sounds good. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: I won't say this to our guests this week, though, because they'll be very upset. Uh, they're doing something very special for all you folks out there. They're starting their uh, new sort of internet brand kind of startup idea, Quick. Brewery Stop—they're also the newest members of the Maiden Utica family in terms of being added to the Facebook page. I guess if that's what that really means. Sure, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's Devin and Nicole Hoffman. Uh, they joined us here earlier this afternoon. They'll be back for WrestleMania. We had a nice long conversation uh, about how they got to know each other, uh, about how they met, how she, uh, where she grew up, uh, a lot of stuff they've been working on. Sightseeker, Seeker, uh, Quick Brewery Stop. Check out all their stuff. Back to the interview in just a moment. What's funny about that? People come over and they do the interviews, and they look at the microphone light after because it stays on no matter what. That just means it's plugged into the into the recording software. Okay. Uh, but it stays on the same color, doesn't change. So people think the interview's over. They're like, "Are you still recording me? Is this like, uh, is this like secret?" I'm like, "No, no. It just, uh, I'm not trying to scam anybody." Uh, it's nice to have you guys on the show and in the house on a Sunday. I appreciate you guys you come. Appreciate you guys coming in uh, directly after your. 30th birthday, Devin. Congratulations. Thank you. How are you feeling about 30? Um,
3: good so far. I mean, last year, <laughs> not wasn't so excited, but uh, being here, mm.
0: it's good. that's a, I'll tell you what, that's a great point my my sister told me when I was uh, getting my 30th birthday. I'm 33, so it was about three years ago for me. And uh, my sister said, like, 30 is fine. 29 is like a bastard because you're thinking about 30 the yeah. whole time. You're like, oh, God, 30's coming. Oh, I need to do all these things. I won't have <laughs> yeah. the muscles for it. That's then,
5: how I was this year. I turned 29 two weeks yeah. ago, and I was it's,
0: like... I'll tell you the secret. Nothing changes. I know. You wake up the next day, and it's like, oh, it's exactly the same as it was yeah. last year. Mm. Yesterday. true. Uh, so, Devin, you've been on the show before, yes. which means you are now a member of our, uh, our very famous Two-Timers Club. Congratulations, Ooh. the Two-Timers Club. Uh, Nicole, this is your first time yes. on the podcast. Are you How excited are you? One to ten? Are you nervous?
5: I'm a little nervous. I'm a little excited.
0: <laughs> are you, are you, I'm like
5: an eight out of ten.
0: You've been in this house many times. I know. It's not like you're... This is not even really the recording studio. That's true. <laughs> I don't
5: like hearing my voice, though. Oh, no. Back. That's a weird thing to
0: me. That is That never goes away. I still I find my voice to be grating. People seem to like it. People have told me they like it. You have a great voice, Yeah. I, I just, I, I'm kind of numb to it now after a certain <laughs> amount of time, right? It's like getting a tattoo. It hurts for a second, then I'm like, eh, okay. okay then you forget about it. Yeah, then I move past it. Uh, I'm glad to have you guys here. Uh, one of the reasons I brought you on, well, a couple reasons, because your 30th birthday, congratulations. Uh, because you guys are sort of like the newest uh, additions to the Maiden Utica family. It's been nice to have you guys. We'll talk a little yes. bit about that. And of course, we're going to talk about the quick brewery stop uh, stuff you guys have been doing on Instagram and Twitter, this new idea you guys have, and I want to talk, pick your brain a little bit about it. Uh, But but first, I want to start with a couple of things. Uh, One, you guys just went to go see Captain Marvel. I've not gone to see it yet. (laughs) Uh, I'm curious. I'm a big Marvel fanboy. I've heard mixed reviews about this movie. I've heard some people really liked it. Some people didn't really like it. Some people just said it was meh. What were your thoughts? What did you think about Captain Marvel?
5: Do you want to go first? Okay,
0: go
5: first. Begin. I thought it was was kind of slow at first. But I thought... And then I think it got a little too dramatic at the end. Too
4: dramatic.
5: So I was like, okay, you went from... Like, if you know anything about Marvel, I don't want to spoil it, but, like, a normal human to this, like, massive medium superhero to this massive superhero. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, why didn't you know about that before? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I watch Marvel, but I'm not, like, a Marvel geek. I just go... That's fair. So, like, I thought it was good. It was entertaining. It kept my I, attention. Yeah,
3: I, I don't... I, I like comic book movies. Um, yeah. I didn't know about the character prior to this movie, mm, yes. so that just to show where I am... Interesting. ...based on that, but um, I... The first 15 minutes, I thought we got into the theater too late. Like, I thought the movie was halfway mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, I feel like I'm, I'm missing something. And mm-hmm. then when it actually... Then I realized where we were in the movie. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah, yeah. I actually liked it. From there on, I thought it was good. I liked... Uh, the role they had for Nick Fury compared yeah, yeah, to the as other as well. movies, where it was like, because it was, it's
0: based in the 90s. They de-aged him, yeah. right? He has mm-hmm. the weird. Yeah, was <laughs> so that unsettling? I feel like it's probably unsettling. It's weird. <laughs> uh, you know, it just
3: it took me back to the Pulp Fiction days of him. So it just felt <laughs> yeah. like he was walking off one side onto the other. But
0: um, I liked it. I think it's interesting that you guys are not like huge comic book fans, but you went to see this movie because I grew up like a comic book nerd. So mm-hmm. i I always feel like it must be sort of confusing for people who didn't like grow up with this character's like narrative yeah to be like oh yeah there's a whole alien races and they can change shit it's like it's a lot to take <laughs> in yeah it's yeah. a little weird right it's a strange thing that it's like the biggest movie uh like franchise we have in the world even even like bigger than star wars to a certain extent right yeah. you now are you guys like star wars guys too Sam? Oh, yeah. um, you are um
5: <laughs> since we've been together He's trying to... Trying to the, the the new, yeah, I'm like the, a, I used to be like a chick flick. When the first new one I came like out... I liked Lord of the Rings when I was younger. Like, Lord when we, of the Rings, alright. That's a good one. I didn't actually like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I don't That's know not... why I liked it.
3: I remember when the first new one came out when we had gotten together. and uh, Well, even quickly, before that, when the first class came out for X-Men. X-Men first class. Good. I good. said, I want to go see this. because yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm into the comic book mm-hmm. movies, I just oh, yeah. never read them. And we we're sitting there, and she was like... She leans over, she goes how did that girl just change the way she looked? Yeah. And I, had I was no like, idea. mistake? I had no idea. Like, that's what she does. <laughs> and she was like, how is that guy reading their minds? And I realized she didn't know who the X-Men, or oh, yeah. the X-Men were. I had no idea. And so uh, so when we went to see Star Wars, I was like, so do you know Star Wars? And she's like, uh, not really. Mm-hmm. So I found a 40-minute a video that summed up every movie prior yes. in sequence <laughs> so she would be caught up before we went. And I said, okay, we watched that. Prior to the movie, and then we went.
0: Did that help you?
5: It did. It, it did help. I was <laughs> gonna say to help me understand that my best friend from second grade is obsessed with Star Wars. So you would okay. think that like I would like Star Wars, but we're complete opposites. So it's hilarious. I'll give you a good. Non, good.
0: I'll give you a good non sequitur. Shout out to two of my really good friends, uh, Frank uh, Frank DiCarlo. When we were in high school, a great friend of mine, and his brother Ed DiCarlo, twin brothers. And my buddy Brendan Kane, who I'm still pretty, I still see him now. And they're a great dude. Works with like the fire department. Uh, Brendan and I were kids, and. Uh, it was right when Lord of the Rings, the second Lord of the Rings movie was coming out. It was also when a movie, a uh, Martin Scorsese movie called, or Spielberg, I forget. It was called Catch Me If You Can. It had Ooh, uh, Tom Hanks me. and Leonardo DiCaprio. And we were like, let's go see this DiCaprio-Hanks movie. Let's mm-hmm. do it. So we go to the theater in, in the Sanger Town Square Mall when they still had the movie oh, the yeah. theater next to the arcade. Shout out to that arcade. Um, <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> we miss you. Uh, so I get, we get there at the theater and some of our buddies, including these Frank and Ed, are in line to go see another movie. And they're like, what are you guys going to see? We're like, we're going to go see Catch Me if you can. They're like, oh, don't go see that. Come see <laughs> Lord of the Rings 2 with us. We're going to be go see a second Lord of the Rings movie. And we're like, I, I don't know. And they're like, no, 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 come on. We're all going to go. It's going to be fun. Like, so they sort of talked us into it. And we get in the theater. And these nerds are going at me about, like, the goblins and dragons. whatever. Else, I don't really know much about it. Yeah. And we sit down in the seat. And the trailers come on. And my buddy Frank, my buddy Ed goes... Oh, man, this is going to be great. Hey, wait, you saw the first one, right? And I said, nah. He goes, oh, you're not going to know what's going on. And then turns to the movie, and the movie starts, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap. So I, <laughs> I actually watched, like, 40 minutes of it. Where I was just going, like, who's that guy? Was that guy's deal? What's that guy's deal? And everyone got annoyed at me, so I just left and then I snuck into uh, Catch Me If You Can. I was like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go watch the end of Catch so Me If so much it was better. It was so much better. I enjoyed the rest of it. It was great. Do you love you, me. you uh, could
3: see two hours of Catch Me If You Can and then still catch the last, the last hour, hour the yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back for the fight scenes. Uh
0: so Deb, just because you've been on the show before and we did sort of your background, mm-hmm. I'm going to um uh, I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm gonna have you on the side for just a moment yep. here. Uh, trophy husband on the side over here. <laughs> uh, we're going to get to know uh, Nicole a little bit, newest member. Yes. Made you to get proper. I have to, I, I have one critique for you okay. on, on Twitter. The, what are the numbers at the end of your Twitter handle? Your Twitter handle is NAH, which I assume is your initials. Yeah. 0328. Num- birthday. That's your birthday. Okay. When I looked at it initially, I thought you were one of those like fake accounts because it had like the number that like, you know I'm talking about. I thought you were a bot. I was like, is this a bot number? No, it's <laughs> mine. Okay, good. So there is a significance to the number. That yes. was what I was curious about. All right, cool. So you're on Twitter at NAH0328, and uh, you guys are also on Twitter for Quick Brewery Stop. Are you also controlling the Twitter for that? I am it...
5: not. Really? He has oh. the login for Twitter, <laughs> and I have the login for Instagram.
0: All right, cool. I don't uh, know why. Uh, so, Nicole, I've done my journalistic research before you came in because oh. I'm a proper journalist. And... Uh... If I get anything wrong, please let me know. Okay. Correct me immediately. Okay. Uh you are initially from Dodgeville? Yes. Did I say that correctly? Dodgeville. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Not Dodgeville. Dodgeville. We get Dolgeville. no, it's Dodgeville. Alfred Dodge.
0: So uh you were there uh up through high school? You went to mm-hmm. James Green, Green 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 High School. Yep.
5: Yeah. I'm not sure why that is James Green Yeah, James not Dodgeville High idea. School. have
0: <laughs> Did you did you have brothers and sisters? Did you grow up only I have child? one brother. One brother. And mm-hmm. uh what how old in terms of age? How close were you?
5: He's Two and a half years older,
0: two and a half years older, mm-hmm. very good. Are you still in contact? Yeah, You're he so lives, close?
5: he's in the air force, so he's in oh, nice. uh, the North Carolina. He's yeah. got three kids. Oh, <laughs> wow! And yeah, he's pressured. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, they had a they had one and then had an oopsie and ended up with twins.
0: Hey, that's my my cousin just had triplets, and I was like, wow, 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 Sorry, I everyone's, a response. Lot. everyone's response. Wow, congratulations, Emily. But wow, wow, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, so were you guys close growing up?
5: Uh, we fought a lot. Yeah. That's we what until, um, we probably were really close to it until I was the age of like seven. And then I just became this really, I was always a brat, but like, sure. My parents always <laughs> said if I was born first, I'd be an only child because that's how mean I was. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like, ch- I just remember chasing him around with like mustard on my fingers because he hated mustard mm. just to oh, drive God. him nuts. And it would just, <laughs> It got him to the point where he was, was staying us, at my yeah. grandparents' house more than our house. My parents used to be like, you have to be nicer to him. I um, yeah, I, lo- I learned, now we get along great. When I hit 20, I think I started liking him again.
0: Uh, I was I think I was lucky. I have two older sisters, and mm. they are like 10 and 11 years older than me. And oh, wow. I think that age range actually was good, because we never had a... I was always kind of cute to them yeah. as a little kid. Like, look at our little brother, like, dress me up. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what you have, too, Devin? Just like oh, going yeah, I think it helped a little bit because I never had a period where I feel like we were close enough in age where we were like in each other's business yes. or at odds with each other, which I think happens a lot when you have like you, close siblings.
5: Yeah, we did. We argued a lot.
0: Um, your parents like married, still together? Yep. In Dodgeville? Oh, still yeah. Dodgeville. still close with them? Yeah, I, yeah, we
5: see my parents probably once a week. Once a week, um, yeah, yeah. They helped me throw the party on set on Friday.
0: Nice at uh, Pizza Boys. Great yes. time, by the way, and an excellent time. Thank you. Uh, a lot of folks, did you, you, I can't believe you didn't know, Devin, the people who were coming, by the way, since we're here already. Yeah. You no, could not tell by all the cars in the parking lot? No, park? that
3: was, that, it was seeing the cars <laughs> in the parking lot, but I, I don't think that far into things. Like, I, would, right. I was just like, oh man, you know, it must be <laughs> the band, or, or I would think there was a party, I wouldn't okay. think it was a party for me.
0: Uh, and Nicole, what would you have classified yourself as when you were at James Green High School? Were you a preppy kid? Were you a sports kid? What kind of, what was your, what was your style like back was... then?
5: into a lot of sports. Sports game. I played sports from when I was like five years old mm-hmm. until I got out of college.
0: What was your sport of choice?
5: Um, it was soccer growing nice. up. I played soccer for about 15 years because my mom got me in when I was three or four. I can't remember when they nice. started me. Well and I stopped soccer. when I was 18. I loved it. Yeah. I hated the cold. I hated being oh, yeah. outside in it though. Yeah. So I went, college, uh, I went to college at Herkimer. I played volleyball. Yeah. And then I also played softball.
0: Uh, and then you went to H. Triple C. You're doing paralegal. Yes. Uh, at that, so explain to me, like I'm five. What does a paralegal degree actually like? What, what would you use that for?
5: I have no idea. No idea. All right, cool. Okay, I a no. Degree and I'm sorry with
0: you on that. So
5: I could technically work in a law firm. Sure. Um, but Is that a, the
0: plan when you were coming? That was it? the plan. just yeah. To go
5: into a law firm and then possibly become a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the cost of college, <laughs> and it was like, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, and then so paralegal, and they also mm. don't make anything around mm. here. If you want to be a paralegal, you have to be like in. New York City.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: They make like, they were making like nine to ten dollars an hour. Yeah. And I was making so much more money waitressing we that I was just like, I'll figure out my life eventually. <laughs> Yo, can
0: I ask you about that too? Cause you were, were you interested in Ponderosa?
5: Yeah. Yo. I worked Ponder- there for like, like Yo. from I was 17 probably until I was still there when he, I met him.
0: That's a jam right there. I just Ponderosa. always worked there, like on and off. Like,
5: I was <laughs> making a ton of money.
0: And you went to Saranac after that?
5: Yep. So, yeah, yeah. from somehow. I responded to an ad on Craigslist. Craigslist, yes. And Dangerous. The to to ads on Craigslist. Had a ad on Craigslist for, mm-hmm. it like an like a an assistant kind of, and I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. And I just moved my way up from there.
0: Mm, very nice, very nice. And then uh, you are at Fortis now. Yes. How is long have you been at Fortis?
5: Two and a half years.
0: Very nice. And you're there with our uh, a lot of our crew that we run around with, with yeah. the Julie Ducatos of Jill, the world. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Shout out to all them. I see them on Twitter. They're very active on Twitter. Yes. Uh how you like working over there at Fortis? What's your what's your day to day like over I, there?
5: It's busy. I love it. I do sales now, mm-hmm. recruiting sales. So it's and I handle I deal with all different types of people now. And I like yeah. to make connections and make new friends and communicate. I have nurses that I've been talking to for the past year, like, Shine off all co, hey, Merry Christmas. And it was like I haven't talked to you in six months, but then they're just, like, (laughs) out of full-on conversation on my text with these nurses that I've never met in (laughs) my entire life. But they're, it's really cool, and uh, I now have, like, my own office, so Mm. I get to, like, kind of, like, do my own thing and not be bothered.
0: Uh, And I did just happen to notice, uh, I was on, like, your guys' Twitters and Facebooks and stuff before you guys get over here. Are you starting CrossFit? I am. So this like you're hitting tires with hammers and stuff, right? Is that? Is that like... I have
5: like- no idea what I'm doing. Um, something like a skier. Like I learned how to workout. row the other day. I'm on like my third day of fundamentals. Are you enjoying it? So? I am, but I'm very sore.
0: Fair. That's good, though. It's a good... Th- I, I have always sort of struggled with the concept of like working out Ugh. and how to get excited for it. Um, I like sports. Like I like soccer. And I like basketball and like oh, professional wrestling since it's WrestleMania weekend. We're talking yeah. a lot about that this week. Uh, but I don't like to work out. My best bet is if I can disguise working out as something else. Like exactly. I, yeah, yeah. So I feel like CrossFit's probably right in that same sort of vein. Like.
5: Yeah. And I was, I mean, shout out to um, Nick Onks and Ashley Moody. Oh, yes. Uh, Climb Chiro- <laughs> That's who I go to. <laughs> my because like, unofficial and, Oh, my gosh. They're amazing. And Nick's like, I was telling him kind of like about my background. He's like, I really think you'd benefit from CrossFit. And he's been telling me this yeah. for almost a mm. year. And I was like, you know what? I hate going to Planet Fitness and just being like, here, I'm on a treadmill. Okay, 20 minutes. Oh, I can go home now.
0: Um, did you watch The Simpsons growing up? No. Okay, so there's a character <laughs> on The Simpsons named Dr. Nick Riviera. And every time he comes into the room, he's like, hi, everybody. And everyone yells, hi, Dr. Nick. And I made him do that on the podcast. <laughs> that he's is very great. very annoyed. I call him Dr. Nick all the time. I don't think he likes it. They're great folks. <laughs> I'll
5: call him that next time. Yeah,
0: Dr. Nick. Just say hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick. Um... So, Dev, if you want to jump back in at any point in time here, let's get into some stuff that you guys uh, are sort of working on now. But also, i got to kind of ask you guys, how did you guys initially meet? It must have been during the Saranac period, I would imagine. Is there some that. romantic story about you guys meeting? Or There's <laughs> a story. I don't oh, know. it's, a, it's <laughs> a, actually. <laughs> Depends how romantic you tell it. <laughs>
5: okay, I started at Saranac. Devon was already there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a background on my computer of me and my niece.
0: Oh, very nice. This
5: one was going around... Professional. Like, like JCPenney.
3: The, oh, yeah, yeah. Backdrop photo shoot. We did like
5: a family photo shoot. With, you know, there was a first grandchild, and yes. my first niece. And this one's going around like, oh, that, that new hot office chick. Uh, yeah. I really like her, but dude, she's got kids.
3: Again, Classic. Okay. And then just to cut in, it wasn't just a background picture on her desktop. It was also framed pictures on her desk. They were so cute. One with her niece. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one with her nephews Uh, one with her niece and nephews and when we I'd walk up there and I'd be like oh like who's that she'd go they're my babies (laughs) they are my babies see
0: I would have I would have believed it you start putting (laughs) these things out together and I checked
3: out her Facebook page and it's again professional pictures of her and these children she calls them her babies okay they're her babies I'm taking her for her word uh uh-huh. So. <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. No, I'll tell you what, though. That's easy to do. Like, I have nieces yeah. and nephews, and I'll take pictures with them, and people are like, I didn't know you had kids. I'm like, I don't. Do you think I would have not? <laughs> well, you've not seen my kids around if yeah. I had them? Like, like I all know. the time. I'm hiding them in the closet when you guys come in here. Yeah. But
5: my favorite part was the twins were newborn twins. New. <laughs> Where did I pop out newborn children while I'm working here? That's true. Just like, real in the, in
0: the, the flow it. of things. Never took a day off. Back Never to my surprise anything. party. Pop,
5: pop out the twins. I didn't
0: pay attention to the <laughs> twins. <laughs> That specifically, uh, and you guys—you guys got married in August of last yes. year. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Are you guys still in the honeymoon period? Would you say Are you guys still? No. no? We tired. were
5: at the honeymoon period five years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: mean... Did you guys go anywhere for a honeymoon? We did. Where'd you guys go?
3: Visit some breweries. Nice. That's a good way <laughs> to start. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, it'll we so we went to Florida first, and uh, it'll be a kind of a theme when we kind of talk about how the the quick brewery stop thing came to be, but I, I don't like long trips in one area. Sure. I like splitting it up. I'm with you. And so she wanted to do an all inclusive at uh, like a destination. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna feel trapped like a burrito. Yeah. Like if I can't I leave it. a resort. Like... <laughs> so I was like, let's go to Florida, but like let's split it up. So we yeah, went to okay. St. Pete for a night. We went nice. to Treasure Island for two nights. We That's went to Orlando cool. for two nights. And then I gave in, and we went to Punakana for five. Now I'll oh, say, yeah. if I could do it again, I'd extend the Punakana oh, yeah. time a bit.
5: <laughs> I was right, <laughs>
3: but it was kind of like a bounce around
5: one. Happy wife, happy
0: life. <laughs> He's learning. Uh, that's nice, though. That's a good way to, you know. I I see sort of the benefit of both. Like I, when I went to Florida last time, I went for a wedding, and we were like four days in this uh, little like resort hotel mm-hmm. area. And it was like, really, the first couple nights were like, every night we're in the hot tub, we're really chilling. By the fourth night, I think it's just, I think it's just for certain people, I was like, I would kind of like to be around my house and my stuff now. (laughs) I get a little antsy when I start getting sort of away from my comfort zone, I think a little bit too long, right? Even if I'm on vacation, I can't, I feel like I get too disconnected from my stuff and I get nerved out. I guess it's different when you're on honeymoon and you're just chilling. (laughs) Just like, how many drinks can we have a (laughs) day? It's fair. How did you I gotta ask you guys about being sort of the newest maiden Utica members? Did you did you know that you were gonna get invited which, by the way I I say this like this is some sort of mafia ritual. We had to bring you guys in and like burn a card in your hand. And you guys had to rub it together, and you, you know, it's basically just means you get added to a Facebook group. Yes. Uh, but what, did you know that you guys were gonna like? Did Katie like approach you guys to sort of be more involved? Or
5: no? Well, Katie like I'm I like to be busy and I like to keep involved in community things, and so does mm-hmm. he. But when we were both at the brewery, we were just so busy. Um, yeah. Like especially him, he's working a lot. But when we actually left, I think that's when Katie and I. I don't even know how Katie and I became friends. I guess it was kickball, supposedly. Kickball, yeah, Like, five years ago, six (laughs) years ago. But I think the closer Katie and I got, and we were just, like, throwing ideas off each other one day, and, like, she's telling me these things about the container park, and I was like, wow, this is a really good idea. And, like, I'm like, all right, I need to see a visual. Then I saw the visual, and I was like, all right, this is – I need to get, like, whatever you need to help. And she's like, can you help me with this? I'm like, yeah, of course. Then I'm like – then I just started being there. Oh, yeah. And um, then he has to come along because, obviously, I'm there. So I need. We needed muscles to like move some stuff. I'll go, I'll
3: go to any of the happenings. Yeah, and I mean,
5: I like to make sure like everyone is happy and having a good time. Like that's my thing. If you're happy and having a good time, everyone else is happy. So Man,
0: you and you have their was. You guys are like you do his moms out here. I everybody's want <laughs> <one>. everyone <laughs> to have a good time. Having...
5: You don't have a drink? Oh, let me go get you one. <laughs> I remember the day I was popping champagne and Maria was like. You got another glass? I was like, <laughs> I got like ten. You want one?
0: Um, I know, it's funny because I think uh, I think it's. I've always said to Justin in our conversations about like making Utica and the whole process, like a, an important part of the of the, the whole business model in general is sort of bringing people into this sort of circle and this, into this like make it sort of a lifestyle, right, to be sort of mm-hmm. about, like, these local mm-hmm. things and, like, want people to feel like they're involved. That's why I like yeah. doing these sort of, like, limited run things where people can, like, buy in on, like, limited runs and little things yeah. so they can feel like they're part of something. It's yeah. very nice. I mean, especially in this community where I feel like people like to feel like they're a part of something mm-hmm. and <laughs> on to things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's been the most fun thing you've done with Maiden Utica so far, in your opinion? This is like your, your entrance interview into that. <laughs> uh,
5: Barks and Brews by far was Barks, my favorite.
0: I would say Barks and Brews has been probably the most popular thing. I gotta you say go it's... dogs.
5: <laughs> I am obsessed with dogs. Like, yeah, I saw you like, on like, Twitter. You want like
0: a dog bar is what you're saying. All bars should have yes. dogs in them. Yes, please. <laughs> you know what?
5: I would drink less actually because I would be wanting to play with the dogs and that would That's probably fair. help my health being. <laughs> Do so. you have dogs? We have a Chihuahua.
0: Ch- we, have a ch- oh, we have a little She's dog. She's smaller than your cat. Devin, how's that feel? Having to walk with a little tiny Chihuahua dog as a big giant human being—is that? She <laughs> usually holds the leash, but I
3: don't. I'm there to pick her up when another dog comes through, because then they yes. would go. So I just She's have to—I have to pull the leash up and. and- that's what I'm there for. Uh, my friend
0: Eric Tuttle in New York used to have this little, uh, it was a Japanese chin, and it Aww. looked like Gizmo from Aww. Gremlins, and that was a dog that occasionally I'd have to walk out in the street, and he was like worse than walking Drexel, which is a big our big guy. <laughs> like, like somehow he was more obstinate, like I was like, this little tiny dog really thinks who he is. Oh, like, yeah. I
5: oh yeah. Abby's like, Abby's crazy. Like she would go after Drexel if I let her, and Drexel would eat her in one
0: bite. Uh, Charlie, that's, I think, with Charlie the cat, like, I've grown into being a cat person, uh, Ooh. a little bit, even though I always was a dog person growing up. Charlie, uh, I don't know, Charlie gives me the appropriate amount of space, right? I don't, it's not like having a child, it's like having a delinquent <laughs> roommate. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, like, a resentful roommate who's annoyed that I'm, like, in his space when yeah. I come home. is like, oh, you're back. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Abby's whatever. Abby's like that, doing. too. If we were
5: actually home for, like, two days in a row oh. straight, she just looks at us and she's just like... Can you go away? <laughs> like, you're on the couch. I want to be on the couch by myself.
0: Uh, I'm surprised you guys didn't get a call from Kate and Justin this morning. I heard rumors that they were going down to clean up the park We are going morning. after this. Right after this? <laughs> All right, yeah, well. <laughs> I told her
5: actually last week, I messaged her. I said we should probably go down to the... I drove by. I was like, we need to go down and uh, move some things around, clean some, move some picnic tables and get it cleaned up a little bit. It's
0: probably overdue. I was... Uh, I'm on vacation next week, kind of. I have, like, some spring break days mm. off. And I'd like to try and convince Justin to start cleaning up the upper... Part of that mm-hmm. uh, building because it's uh, yeah. uh, it's kind of a mess. It does feel like the season's kind of in good, good. coming back there? We got uh, Kids Day coming up on May yes. Uh We got the cornhole tournament. I don't know what day that is. I got to look back up online. That's going to be
5: the same day as the passport party. Nice. So uh, yeah. June.
0: I have to. I'm, I'm the worst with dates. I am too. I'm terrible when it comes. To I have stuff a whole like calendar. Here's the prize for that's though. killer though. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, too, it's a custom May 18th. Cornhole board. Oh, oh, real May
5: 18th is the passport party with the cornhole. I love tournament.
0: it. I love it. See, you guys are already better at this than I am. You know, I and stuff and
5: don't have a free weekend until um, October, so nice. I have to keep everything in track.
0: <laughs> so let's talk a little bit, before we get too, uh, before we get too far into lightning round questions and some other stuff, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Quick Brewery Stop. People can follow it on Instagram and Twitter right now, which mm-hmm. I have to go do now currently because I didn't know you guys were already active on it. Uh, and I was trying to get Kate and Justin to explain to me a little bit about uh, like the nuts and bolts of it, but it was during your 30th birthday party <laughs> where there was a lot of people screaming to get beers at the bar, so I got no real uh, answer. So I'll leave it up to you yeah. guys to explain to our listeners and to myself like where this idea came from and what you guys want to do. I didn't do. know how it started.
3: So, well, when we first met, like uh, Nicole said, you know, we, we were both working a lot, but we also didn't have overlapping schedules so she worked monday to friday i worked tuesday to saturday mm-hmm. so sundays were really the only day we saw each other i was working wow. nights or she was waitressing yeah. so so trips getaways things like that they're really short mm-hmm. and so it'd be let's go to syracuse for a night or let's go up to old forge or something like that and so obviously we like breweries we were at a brewery liked beer yeah. and so a part of those kind of trips were like all right let's see where we can make a stop at a brewery along the way. And mm-hmm. we usually mapped it around that. Like, we went to Old Forge and say, all right, we're going to swing through Lauville first and check out Bark Eater, mm-hmm. which was a brewery there. And so spend an hour, hour and a half, talk to the owner, talk to the bartenders, whoever's there, try something, check a place out, and then go to wherever our destination was. And then that kind of grew into, well, how many of these can we make? You know, mm-hmm. is, is oh. what kind of trip can we do where we yeah. stop at <laughs> two or three? Is it possible? Are they going to be around there? And then that kind of just evolved into any time we would do any trip. Mm-hmm. Go visit my grandma for her 90th birthday. We stopped oh, yeah. at Keegan Ailes in Kingston. You yeah, know, yeah. hey, it was time for I a quick brewery like stop three. before that. <laughs> and so, it, and that was where, like, that, that name came. Was any trip we're doing, any mm-hmm. uh, vacation, any even day thing, you know, we'll try and look for a new brewery and make a... Quick, quick stop yeah, pretty- and uh, and so and, I, and after a few years of that, we kind of we had a running word doc between the two that we would add a place if we mm-hmm. had been to it, and well, that's smart, just so we could track it. And then uh, Nicole finally convinced me to um, to start working on a website, and mm-hmm. you know, and so <clears throat> um, that's you know what I do now in digital marketing, yeah, yeah. so I'm um, web development and things like that, and wanted to say, well, let's tell some of those stories. Of places we went to, some of them we remember, some of them we don't. You know, (laughs) so we'll start start in the present, and um, you know, and post if we visit a brewery or or where we are, and then kind of create
0: a blog where we're telling Mm -hmm. past stories about places we've been to. Uh, Now I know I'm going to recuse you guys from talking about the Saranac Brewery because you have connections historically from working there. But outside of Saranac, what uh, what are some other interesting breweries you guys have sort of come across over the last few uh, your your visits out there?
5: One of my favorite breweries is in Michigan. Mm. Um, I think it's in Grand Rapids. It's called Founders. Oh, Everyone yes. Everyone knows Founders. Yes. But the, <laughs> the concept of Founders, like, yes, they make great beer, but mm. th- their location is really awesome. Mm. They have multiple bars. They have, like, an outside fire pit you can go to. Mm. They had a band inside, and it's, like, two long bars. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. a really cool concept all around, <laughs> and the brew house is right behind it. I love when you can see the brew house when you're having a mm. beer. Oh, yeah. You really see where they get to work.
3: So, Grand Rapids, too, and I I don't know the the specific rankings, but they have one of the highest brewery counts for a city size in the country. And so, they have have a passport kind of um, Mm -hmm. where you could visit all these breweries, and so... Four years ago, it probably was. We heard about that when we were staying about an hour south in Stevensville. My family mm-hmm. was on a vacation. And so we wanted to check out Founders. And as we got to Founders, they had this passport. We found out that walking distance, there was another 20 breweries we could go mm-hmm. to. And we weren't staying over. And so, um, you know, Nicole could have pints. I would have little sampler glasses because <laughs> <coughs> someone had to drive home. But, uh, but we visited all these places. and We said, okay, if we go back again, we want to spend a night. And, and see how many we can go sure. to. And their number was, if you could visit 12 of the places in the Passport, you'd get a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, we've got to go to at least 12 so we can get this t-shirt the <laughs> next day. And so in the one day driving from Stevensville to Grand Rapids and then spending the night, uh, we went to 17 wow. breweries wow. in a day. It's very tiring. <laughs> that seems exhausting. And so, and so we made... Uh, each one in itself was a quick brewery stop. It was funny. I would, I'd walk in, we'd sit at the bar, and I'd start the timer on my watch and say, all right, we have 26 minutes to stay on time yeah. until the next one. And they probably thought I was doing, like, a service check to see how <laughs> quick they were, you know. But, um, but no, so that was – and those are the kind of things that we love to see because, mm. I mean, that was a mm-hmm. little bit more rushed. But there was, there's so many. You oh, know? Yeah. so there's some, so there's truly something for everyone. I'm a baseball guy. They have a place called the Mitten Brewing Company. It's, it's all really cool. baseball themed, mm. and it's Michigan, so it's big on the Tigers and
0: yeah, stuff I saw like it that. In St. Pete, there was another baseball one. You guys are posting down in the St. Pete. That was the Cage Brewing. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, cage, yeah. 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 That place so, is really
5: cool. It's a really. They also have like multiple bars, mm-hmm. huge room, like um, look oh, almost like an event center, but not where their bathrooms. Yeah, in they, the, yeah. Yeah, it's just really cool.
0: One of the few breweries I actually ever brought on here to do an interview that wasn't like a Saranac person was uh, I. we went to the Brooklyn Brewery when I was in Brooklyn, Went to my 30th birthday. We went down there for a, nice. a Knicks game, me and Justin and Kevin. And Kevin was working for Saranac at the time. And uh, because of that, he was meeting them with some people, and I ended up getting lots of drinks at the <laughs> bar. And I was talking to some guy, who was like the PR guy, and we ended up like... Going upstairs, like after we'd had like six drinks, being like, let's just podcast right <laughs> here, man. Uh, that podcast still exists out there. You can go listen. To, I don't recommend going to, listen to it's it. It like, Whoa. I definitely got excited about, yeah. about it being there, but that was a really cool experience, too, until I noticed their brew house is very small. They only kept yes. just their small like, little pilot stuff yeah. there, and everything gets outsourced up here, which is probably the first time I ever really noticed that. And then, of course, all the people I went with, it was a work event. Mm-hmm. Like, They were like, oh, Sam's from Utica, he knows all about it, look at him. I'm like, yeah, hi, (laughs) Hi, thanks, hi. You have any more of this beer? Yeah. Yeah. Focus on that. It makes some really
5: good uh, small batch stuff, Brooklyn. Brooklyn's really cool. I mean, New York City, I mean, actually in Manhattan, there is not a lot of breweries. No. It's like Brooklyn and Queens, which we have actually got to hit, which one of these days, we have a wedding down in Long Island this year, so we like those. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we've been to so many... Breweries in general. I mean, name up area, and I can tell you if there's a good brewery right there. Like that's how we kind of do it. I so, what would you list. guys?
0: What would you guys like to do with this going forward? Are you trying to do like a database? Are you trying to like get a little information about places for people to sort of like?
5: Well. Sometimes a lot of these places are so small, yeah. too, that they don't have a good website. Mm-hmm. I mean, no offense to a lot of breweries, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of yeah, money to spend on a website, yeah. to have a good website. And if you Google a lot of places, like the first, like in Buffalo, if you Google Buffalo Brewery, I think like Flying Bison's like one of the first ones, right?
4: Yeah.
5: And then there's some other really small ones, but my favorite, and I love Flying Bison Brewery. That's like mm-hmm. one of my favorite places. I mean, the owner married us, like yes. we're really good friends <laughs> with them. Um but, I mean, we – i would, my favorite thing is, like, getting a passport and then looking at these places and being like, I can't even find this place. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like where is this? And yeah. then those places have the best beer, mm-hmm. the best beer ever.
3: Yeah, the, I mean, the goal is, you know, ah. we, we're we going to do this. Yeah. You know, this was something we, we've done. We've always gone <laughs> exactly. on these trips. It's, you know, we're not going to, to stop, you know, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so um, it, it just kind of was like, I like seeing – the story of why someone opened a place, you know, and, and, and we've talked about it in the past, but like I'm big on tourism and I'm big on history. And so obviously some of the new ones, they don't have history, but they have a reason, like they have a a niche, they have a story. Maybe it's a farm brewery, maybe the owner owned a farm, maybe we're on the farm, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and I like to see that. And that's the thing that I like, you know, where maybe ideally it'll show through in the beer, but like that's the reason I would go back to a place. Mm -hmm. And so, um, at the very least I'm like, I think it'd be cool if we could tell people, you know, we visit a place, but like here's something to look for. You know, mm-hmm. here's what its cool. You know, pitch is, and some of them uh, they're located in the same building that was a brewery before prohibition, and then it mm-hmm. closed, and then it was a, a number of other things, and now someone's decided to buy that building and put a brewery back in it. Like I love that kind of stuff, yeah. and you're seeing like the the history show through, and he loves um, mm-hmm. and whenever those kind of things. Kind of are happening. That's what you see when we go through, and it's like really small towns. There's a ton of support because its community wants exactly. a brewery that it can support. Definitely. So I like to see that, and then, but like also understand like how it's like how it's influenced oh, by yeah. its yeah. area. You know. Well, I think
0: that's a big part of it too. Like I think uh, I, I'm a big soccer fan, right? And this yeah. is sort of a weird analogy, but like if you go to like England, there's little pocket soccer teams and little communities that people yeah. get sucked into, and they you sort of take on the. They imbibe the culture of that community. And you sort of see that in places like breweries, like the yeah. Saranac brewery or FX Map brewery, sort of sucks in some of the culture of the surrounding area. And it yep. helps to sort of define yeah. what goes into that business and who they want to like reach out to so I always think that's super important anyway. hey.
5: Fulton Chain does that like in the summertime they kind of get the tourism mm-hmm. and then the winter they get like their snowmobiliers exactly and then they're like oh let's have a player site, I like Fulton
0: Chain. I was up there right when or they very guys. first opened up I remember going up there and oh, then also feeding deer outside going oh, up to yeah. my car like oh
5: there's deer here and I yep. know. <laughs> same I've on
0: that
5: there I'm like oh cool, look <laughs> they're like oh they just eat the grain <laughs> in the back
0: uh, do you think that like uh, does it help do you think guys having like experience working in breweries before, like it helped to have like sort of that knowledge of what goes on behind the scenes a little bit and something to compare it to. Yeah, it's it's
3: definitely, I mean, it's helpful when we're having a conversation at a brewery, whether it's with the staff like about a style of beer and like understanding what, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I could read a beer menu you know, before I was working in beer, yeah. and I wouldn't understand what was special about what it said in there. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's a Pilsner, and it's at 6%. Okay, cool, whatever. You know, but then, like, we've seen, we went to one, and um, it was Copper Turret is in Morrisville. It's actually oh, yeah, student-brewed cool. beer through Morrisville College. It's like a class. Okay, and true. they had a sour, which is her favorite I, style. Yes. And they sour. made it sour <laughs> by using... Chobani yeah. yogurt, yogurt oh, during fermentation, and it was a recipe written by a student, and they huh. said it was the first beer they brewed based on a student's recipe. Hmm, like, that so kind of bad. thing. I'm like, I'll eat that right up. <laughs> You know,
5: I love to hear stories on, like, beer names, too. You ever get... You ever... Go to a certain place and you hear a crazy beer name. I'm like, where the heck did they come up with that? And that's when you get, like, the really good stories from the bartenders. So you're going to
0: Sours, too, huh? You're a Sours person? I'm,
5: I love Sours. You I like Gozés and stuff? Yeah. Oh, I love Gozés. Mm. So good. Um, <laughs> I, could, I could drink those all day. And I like them because they're lower ABVs. Yep, for sure. So I can drink more of them or do like a more tastings of mm-hmm. them like with his strong ipas i'm like i can have one of those <laughs> yeah. and i'm
0: like Ugh. i'm kind of on the i'm kind of on your side too because for me uh, i've never been a huge drinker i mm-hmm. like beer occasionally but because i only will have like one or two beers i'm more prone to have something like a stout or a like a, something heavier mm-hmm. or something a little more nichey just because mm-hmm. i'm only gonna have like one or two yes. so i might as well like switched up i'm very rarely going to get like just a like an IPA. Yeah. It's just not my, I'm not that kind of guy yeah. necessarily. I think, yeah, I think it's, I know lots of guys who are. And it's funny, <laughs> not yet. We
5: walk into a brewery and he goes, oh, what IPAs do you have? And I go, what sours do you have? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh.
0: My stepdad accidentally ordered a sour beer when we went to Tobolo a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and it was like that scene in uh, Can't yeah. Hardly Wait. He's like, the beer's gone bad. <laughs> 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 I going be wrong with the beer. Oh my God. It's uh, so sour. So people can follow you on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. uh, at quick, Beer, a uh, quick brewery stop. Is it any? Is it spelled like the normal way? I
5: think so. Yeah. Instagram is quick brewery stop.
3: Twitter is quick brewery STP. T P. All right. Character. Very cool. I was Very cool. stop taken. Character limit. Character limit. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a pain? Quick brewery
0: stop. <laughs> I mean, yeah. When, when we did our first podcast long long ago, Famo and the Wookie. I remember it was too long to get the the last uh, the E in, so I think it's just Famo and Wookie. And to this day, I'm like, ugh. I'm like, <laughs> That's so annoying. Uh, <laughs> uh, so people can follow you uh, there and on your uh, normal accounts as well, if mm-hmm. they choose to. Uh, before, uh, and we should just
3: sorry, just to mention, we should have uh, our website up. Cool. In the next cool. couple of weeks, which is QuickBreweryStop.com.
0: Awesome, awesome. Next couple of weeks, I appreciate as Parkinson helping you at all. I should ask him to help you. I mean, it's what oh, I do too. So, up.
3: but I could, yeah. Well, I
0: was going to ask you about the Site stuff. How's things been going? I saw you just did like a webinar about some digital media stuff last week, or is it? Yeah,
3: Site Seeker uh, had a webinar. We're actually doing a webinar series nice. um, during this year. Um, I'm actually going to have one coming up in the next couple of weeks. That's geared towards breweries. That's nice. the thing I'm trying to do. It actually kind of ties into this, but focus marketing specifically mm-hmm. for um, for breweries. I went to the New York State Craft Brewers. Um, conference earlier in march was for work for work <laughs> yeah, for work. he had to go to a brewery
5: conference for work you know just and go to the beer festival after for
3: but work. uh but no it's it's been great and there's a lot of cool things and it actually plays into something nicole said where we'll I, i'm we're actively looking when we sure. go somewhere we're actively looking yeah. for breweries and sometimes we can't find them mm-hmm. and like i'm you know i'm looking within google and things like that and um and someone will tell us, oh, you should have checked this place out. And when I search it by name, it might come up. But when I'm searching for breweries, it doesn't. And I'm like, wow, there's people like us who want to find them. And so that's actually a part of why we wanted to do this this page and this, you know, yeah. to tell people if they're traveling, places that they can visit. But from me on a, on a work standpoint, I actually want to help those places find people like mm-hmm. us who are looking for them. So.
5: Yeah, and I really hope someday that um, people like breweries even reach out like, hey, we see you've been in this area, but you never... You've never been here. Mm-hmm. Let come by, have a pint with us. We want to talk exactly. about it, and that's kind of really, I think, the main goal is to get an attraction about beer isn't just about going out and getting hammered and right. getting drunk. Like you can actually really just enjoy people all the time. All my friends say, "How do you guys go to so many breweries in a day?" Well, I'm not there. I'm not getting drunk yeah, I'm not at getting a brewery. Hammered. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, having. I if I order a pint and I know I'm driving, I only have a quarter of that pint. But I just if that's all they serve, that's all they serve. Or you get tasters.
0: I will say. One of my favorite things in life was when I used to work at let's just call it local fancy restaurant A. Let's just call it, (laughs) Uh, and they used to do uh, wine tastings or wine seminars once, once a month. We'd try all the new wines. If you were lucky enough to get the wine seminar on like a Sunday afternoon from two to four, and then not have to go in that night to work. That was the dream. You're like, oh, I was supposed to spit that back out. Oh, what a shit. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Uh, so, guys, do you have some? Do you have time for a quick batch of lightning round questions yes. before I let you enjoy the rest of your Sunday? Uh, you guys are both invited to WrestleMania tonight, by the way. If you want to come.
5: Oh, I'm making crab dip.
0: Oh, I love it. Beautiful. Love I'm excited. It. I don't know if I said it on the air or not. Yeah, it should be fun. Do you guys know. Okay, before I get into that, then, since I have Heather coming, Heather's going to do her WrestleMania picks on the air oh, uh, yes. after after you guys like leave. me do the rest of the taping. You guys know anything about WrestleMania tonight? Like, name one person who's on. Can you name one person who's wrestling tonight?
5: Ronda
0: Rousey. There you go. Yes, Ronda Rousey. Yes! Correct. There's Man one person. Is John Cena
5: tonight?
0: <laughs> no one knows. Nobody knows. He's a mystery. He could um, show love up. Him. Everyone loves John Cena. He's very popular now. He's like, the, he's, like he's like the Rock. Margarine. If the Rock yeah. was butter, uh, yeah, John Cena yeah. is margarine.
5: Wasn't he just in the movie we just watched today? That was the Rock. Was
0: yeah, it. yeah. Oh no, John no, Cena. John okay. I watched the Rock movie this
3: morning. Oh, what'd you watch? Skyscraper. Was it good? I just watched a chick
5: And she watched Blockers. Blockers. I was good, actually. But in John Cena, he he cries in it. It's so cute.
0: He's a. He was take on. Uh, he was on some. The, the WWE Hall of Fame thing was last night, and he came out. It's funny. Like he comes out, and people still just they freak out for him. I love like him. some of them. Hate Trumpets him. are playing. Uh, I love the theme song. It's <laughs> one of my favorite wrestling theme songs of all time. All right, let me round questions. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, these are some of the same questions we ask everybody. Devin, since you've been here before, I had new ones, so we're gonna do this in sort of a serpentine fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start with you, Nicole. Okay. Uh, Nicole, when you wake up in the morning, how do you take your coffee?
5: Ooh. Okay, uh just cream?
0: Just cream, no sugar.
5: No sugar. Oh no.
0: No black coffee though? That's been very popular. No black- on the sh-
5: well, I actually stopped drinking like regular coffee, so I only drink decaf now. Really? Yeah.
0: Too much caffeine and you're not a caffeine in the um, morning? I love
5: caffeine, but my heart rate was getting too high, so they're like, yeah, Cut yeah. out caffeine, see if that helps.
0: That's fair. Now I'm with you I've sorta of thought about like placeboing myself off the it's very hard. yeah. Because I do drink way too much coffee on a regular basis. But if I do basis. drink
5: any type of coffee, it's a K cup in a thing with a mm-hmm. splash of like flavored creamer.
0: That's fair. Uh, Devin, what's the worst job you've ever had? Oh, I don't
5: know if you can say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, the worst
3: task I had at a job, mm. um, I used to fill vending machines <laughs> at knees, <Saint-E's, laughs> which I love. No regrets there. But in the summer, I was an outside grill cook, cooking hot dogs and hamburgers mm. over three grills in the beating sun, and that was. That seems romantic, but also for like only like ten minutes. Right? Yeah, now it's really hot. Eight <laughs> hours a day, I was like, it was, it was too much, and I ate too many hot dogs. And That's was, I couldn't eat hot dogs for like three years, which was tough for me.
0: Uh, all right, so I'll stay with you. Who would play you in the movie of your life, Denver? Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy, I love it. <laughs> This is, it. I've
3: definitely, Tom Hardy, A, um, and then, I guess, if someone had to do, like, age progression yeah, makeup, yeah, sure. I want it to be Timothy Oliphant.
0: Timothy Oliphant? Oh, that's my guy. the Deadwood guy? Yeah. yeah. I love Deadwood. But yeah. Tom Hardy. I
5: have no idea who
0: the other guy is. You don't know Timothy Oliphant? He was in, uh he was in The Office for, like, two episodes. He was the handsome... I've never watched The Office. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Parks and Rec girl. Parks and Rec's great, too. I, love, I love Parks him. and Rec. Uh, Nicole, what was your first automobile?
5: It was a... Dodge Neon, and it was purple. Yes!
0: I had a Dodge Neon as well, so I'm with you on it. Did you like your Dodge Neon? I mean... Did it survive? Mine survived. It survived. I,
5: it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really like it. It always made weird noises.
0: Yep. My Talks dad right. got it
5: for super cheap and fixed it up.
0: Oh, yeah. They were... You know what? I wish that cars today were as simple as cars back then. They were pretty much pretty yeah. straightforward. It's like an engine with plastic around it. Yeah. goes. <laughs> Now I feel like my cars get like it's like oh you got some sort of electric sensor that's stopping your car backup camera doesn't work yeah yeah something (laughs) like yeah exactly there's dirt on my backup
5: camera I'm so angry
0: you may or may not have taken your dodge your purple dodge neon to see it what was your first live music event
5: oh god. I think it was Garth Brooks, and I was really Garth Brooks. I think I was little. I think it was at the Odd, actually. <laughs>
0: that sounds about right. In the nineties, said that Garth Brooks played the Odd. I feel like, and that was a thing that they saw. Yeah, I I'll have to check up on that. Garth Brooks. I
5: think it was Garth Brooks, though. <laughs> I'm actually not a big concert goer.
0: I was never really either until I got old. Oh, I didn't go to a lot of concerts until I got in my twenties, and then I went to a bunch, and now I'm like I'm tired. I don't like going to concerts I'm, anymore. Because like, <laughs> we saw
5: Elton John, and I was like, "This is the best concert I've ever been to." Mm-hmm. Because. I could sit down. <laughs> could sit.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to come back to you, Devin, for just a second. What's your favorite fast food item, Devin?
3: Uh, Little Caesars pizza.
0: Little Caesars pizza? Really? Oh, my God. A lot if of I'm going to do
3: fast food, I'm going to get a whole pizza <laughs> for $6.
0: <laughs> and uh, give us one thing that you're a big fan of that we wouldn't necessarily guess you're a big fan of. I'm a big fan of that you wouldn't necessarily
3: guess. It's a tough one.
0: Yeah.
5: Whiskey?
3: No, you could guess that. Jump to Nicole and I'll have it.
0: Oh, uh, to uh, He's got to think about
5: this. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, so, Nicole, I'll give you another one. Uh, we talked about this one a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Uh, if you could have dinner with any person, living or dead, who's not your relative, who would it be and why?
5: Well, I'm just going to do the first person that comes to my mind, like right sure. now. Not like, at least I thought about this earlier. I would say Michelle Obama right now. Michelle Obama. Did you read she, her book? I have not. I really want to read her book, but here is my thing on her. She has seen some crazy things going on in the White House. Oh, my God, yeah. But just as they were leaving the White House, I'd really like to know how that transition actually happened. I
0: want to know. I really want to know.
5: Why were you smiling? Was that such a fake sin? (laughs) Like, how often did you have to fake it? Like, Uh, I really want to know.
0: I think there's something about her, too, that's very captivating to people. I know her her memoir just passed. That's like the number one. She's an
5: incredible woman. Like, I want. This is my dream. I don't like to talk about politics, but Biden, Michelle.
0: That's what you want. I <laughs> want that so bad. Or I, Michelle Biden. I think that my, my stepdad would be very pleased if that was the <laughs> I love Biden so excited and I love Michelle. Uh do you want another minute or two? No, I got it. It's uh, it's uh, Kesha music.
3: Kesha music in general? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like hate it. Kesha? Oh, Kesha. Oh, no. oh Kesha I country. Oh, no, you hate no, country. no, Kesha, no, Kesha was, She's got
0: hits. Yeah, Kesha music. He, he loves Kesha. College,
3: I jammed all day to Kesha. Sometimes sucks. that's what I'd we work out to. Kesha and now, the revival of Kesha... She's... some <laughs> <I'm> obsessed.
0: <saucy. laughs> I uh, I think that sometimes... I think especially with, like, music in general, as I got older, I'm not embarrassed to like any music anymore. Like, yeah. people will be like, oh, do you remember, like, the Backstreet Boys? I'm like, yo, Backstreet Boys had some hits. Like, I'm saying I like it. A, a good song's a good song as yeah. I get older. Yeah. I've gotten much... When I was younger, I, like, looked for reasons to hate a song as opposed to now where I'm like, oh, no, that part's okay. Look at that
3: part. I, mean, stuff. I had the making of the Everybody, Yeah, Rock Your Body, <laughs> <Yeah>. VHS... <laughs> Because that was like the Haunted Mansion video. Yes. Uh, and I wore
0: that VHS out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I guess you guys can both come back together for this one, since it might be something similar. Give me, uh, guys, one book, uh, album, movie, or television show you guys are currently reading, listening to, or watching.
5: Ooh, we are currently watching Billions. Billions. Excellent.
0: Uh, uh So I listen to the Bill Simmons podcast a lot. I don't know if you know who Bill Simmons yep. is, but... He loves Billions. And everyone so on there, cool. like they, they love it. And I always feel like I should maybe watch it now because I hear so many people talk about it. Is it good? Do you guys? It's date? kind of addicting. Yeah, she was That's watching what, who, Homeland. Yeah, and okay. it had Damian Lewis in it. Mm-hmm.
3: I know him from Band of Brothers, which I yeah. liked a lot. Oh, I didn't but um, that. I she watched too much of it. I couldn't get into Homeland just because I started too late. Yeah. But then someone recommended Billions, and I was like, I love Paul Giamatti. You know? Oh yeah,
5: it was. It's really good. I mean, I watch a lot of my own. Like I watch like How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I love Scandal.
0: Everyone loves Scandal. It's a hit. Oh, <laughs> I just like
5: I just pictured that like when the election was going on and what they were doing in the show was like matching up and I was like, yeah, yeah, Scandal. Yeah, she, she wrote here? it. Yeah. She, she went back and like she was on something. And she goes, I wrote this two weeks before mm. the debate came out, and she was like kind of creeped out by it. I can't remember if she was on like Ellen or something.
0: Um, to go back to the Billions thing for one second, yeah. I've been told, I watch a show on HBO that I really like called Succession, or Succession. Ooh. it's uh, it's sort of like a take on like the Murdoch family, a little bit about like, it's sort of got Trump family vibes to it, but not really the most, it sort of seems like that when you start watching it, but you're like, actually no, it's not really about that, it's more okay. like this multimedia conglomerate family, mm-hmm. and someone told me that if I like Succession I should probably watch Billions, that these two shows I mean, are not so cool. like sort of... In the same zone. So if you guys have HBO, check out Succession. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Uh, And you guys can both share this one as well if you'd like before we close out. Uh, Devin and Cole Hoffman. uh, Quick brewery stop. Instagram, Twitter, on Facebook. uh, On a website coming up soon. Uh, Give me one more thing that you guys are passionate about.
5: Oh God! <laughs> I mean, besides traveling, we love traveling. Mm. Um, What's
0: next on your list for traveling? Where you guys want to go next? Well, the
5: issue is this year we have nine weddings. <laughs> nine
0: weddings! Dear God! <laughs> three are in Utica. I have at least
5: two are out of state. I three think are I have at
0: least two or three this year that I can think of off top of oh. my head. I really.
3: I... But we are going next weekend to Syracuse because a new brewery opened. Oh, nice! What's, uh, which so which was that? It's called um, Talking Cursive. Talking Cursive. But my
5: new favorite thing. Mm. I guess this is for both of us. Mm. Axe throwing. Ax throwing, no, it is so <laughs> much fun. I'm horrible at it, which I'm really mad because I'm very competitive. Mm. He's excellent at it, which I'm really mad because I'm more competitive. <laughs> but there's one in Syracuse. We're gonna check it out next Saturday. Yeah,
0: I saw on uh, on some YouTube uh, uh, some wrestling YouTube guy brought a bunch of wrestlers with him to one of these ax throwing places so cool. in LA, and I've never seen like a commercial yeah. place like that before. I'm yeah. surprised that it's like not. I was it's, like, this thing's to be like, big up here. It's gonna take off. Yeah, yeah. I've
5: been actually. Begging Katie to turn the inside of the Massey building into an X into X-throwing. an axe
0: throwing place. <laughs> she keeps telling me no. There, well, you know why? It's like anything else. There's probably like some it's outrageous insurance, Ooh, right? It's I'm called
5: axe-throwinginsurance.com. Like
0: that. That's not real, though. Nice. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I looked it up one day,
5: and I'm sending it to her, and she's just like Nicole, no. <laughs>
0: um,
5: oh, for the next place we'll probably visit. Um, we want to do Europe next year. Europe. Uh, yes. Our friends Ryan and Colleen, hmm. um, they got married eight months before us in. They're like talking about babies.
0: Mm. Oh,
5: I
4: well,
5: said before we could do that, anyone has a baby, we got to go to Europe.
0: I would say, I've always, again, I'm, I'm like 33, so I think at this point in time, if I if can I get married and have kids, it's going to happen like pretty, it better happen quick, right? Because it ain't going to take like, <laughs> yeah. four or five years. But I do think if you get married, like, a lot of people rush into the idea of having kids. It's like, don't you want to like, hang out with the person you just think got you married with and though? like yeah. enjoy like some of that time oh, before yeah. like you bring a, Another human being into the world. <laughs> like it I'm, not, so we're not responsible enough to do that. I how I feel about anything. I'm like, I'm like, I can barely pay my bills. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Um. No. Uh, listen. I'm. It's been real great having you guys. Uh. Sort of around more often. Well, it's been Utica stuff. Gosh. I love that we've been able to expand out and, and bring more people in and bring new ideas in. And I think. Uh. I love that you guys have so many like exciting ideas that you want to bring to the table and. Uh, and thanks for coming on and talking yeah. to us on the pod. This wasn't so bad, right? No, it
5: wasn't bad at all.
0: You str- you looked a little stressed very early on. I get,
5: I guess I over stress and overthink things, and then I'm fine.
3: That's
0: okay. That's you just ask
3: me f- about my report card in eleventh grade.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, you
5: brought up Joshua. Uh, who was my teacher in second yeah.
0: grade? <laughs> it's you know what's funny. You I have a yearbook <laughs> with like tags sticking out and notes you would put in. One of the most embarrassing <laughs> things. You do I've, have my yearbook? One of the most embarrassing things I've noticed over the years about my yearbook my, is one year. I thought I was a comedian and I went through my yearbook and like drew like pictures on people's faces and stuff and like eye patches and stuff. And I went back and looked at it and it's all very cringeworthy. I'm like, God, I was the lamest loser. I'm like such a nerd. You,
3: not to tell more stories, but you'll get a kick out of this. Oh, sure. No, I but, love it. Yeah. Um, he loves so stories. they, they, the school forgot to put my picture in my senior yearbook. <laughs> yeah, okay. Of course. I, all the things I did for the school. No, but so, um, I, I had no picture in it. My quote, my baby picture, all that stuff. They lost it all. And so the only picture of me was I was voted Best Dancer. Um, and, but my head's down. I'm doing a Michael Jackson move, so you mm-hmm. can't even see my face in it. But um, so, you know, my parents complained to the school that, that my picture wasn't in the yearbook. Mm-hmm. So the principal said, well, give me a picture. We'll make it right. And their way to make it right was to send my senior picture with every diploma <laughs> out to the seniors. <laughs> so if you graduated in 07, when you got your diploma in the mail, you also got... A Devin Hoffman senior picture with the intention you would stick it in your yearbook. Did you sign it? Well, I got my... People thought that they got my diploma because there was no letter explaining it. They just got a picture of Devin and then it was like, oh, this is my diploma. That was weird. And I always remember my mom said the thing she was upset about, she was watching the news and they just caught like this serial killer and it showed... His now picture and then a senior picture, and she was like, "They'll never be able to do that."
4: For me.
0: <laughs> so you became a serial killer. What? Do you um? Do you remember your yearbook quote before we close out? Do you remember it? So, mine was embarrassing. It was something from Fight Club because I was very angsty, and that was like a big movie in '99. <laughs> I'm, I'm
3: actually gonna say, if it was my 11th grade quote, it probably would have been that. I think my senior <laughs> year, I got into the history of like boxing and that was a big boxing, Floyd yeah. Patterson really? fan, Interesting. And um another story for a longer story for oh, another yeah. time. But uh I, the Floyd Patterson quote was you can do anything in victory it's in defeat a man reveals himself. Mm. And that was my mm. that was my quote through high school college. Mind. I was
0: just I got caught up with one the last week with the scorpion and the frog. I put something on Twitter about it like the the parable about the scorpion Gosh. and the frog. Yeah. The idea that in time your true nature will reveal itself—it's like at, 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 at sometime. And I just I keep thinking about that all the time. I'm like yeah, that's the. Yeah. A- that's the one. No matter what. At <laughs> no some point what in the that's future. A new quote. Your true your true nature will reveal itself. It sounds like some of the Sopranos would've said, yeah. right? Isn't it? <laughs> Our true enemy has yet to reveal himself. Alright. Uh, I appreciate you guys spending almost an hour here. Yeah, job, guys. I always lie to you people and tell you it's only gonna be a half an hour. And that goes way over the top. I was like,
5: but there's no way we're gonna get through two of us in a half hour.
0: No, that's uh <laughs> that's still dirty little secret. We always definitely destroy what it is. Thank you guys so much. Uh enjoy the rest of your Sunday and I guess I was, we'll see you guys tonight for WrestleMania. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Thanks, folks, for back to the show in just a moment. we missed the match on the pre-show while we were recording who was it Tony Neat. did he win wow he's the new champ see we were while we're recording, we're missing pre-show matches for Wrestlemania, Kev. We will survive. We will survive. I'm sorry, it's my pain. fault. No, it's nobody's <laughs> fault. No, no. It's, always,
1: it's always, yes, I agree.
2: <laughs> I couldn't get her until to late today.
0: Uh, so thank you to Devin and Nicole. Uh, always a pleasure. And I'll see him in like, I don't know, like an hour, I suppose. We're going to start getting people walking into the studio while we're, while we're doing this. You're probably this. right. You better jump to it. You know who's the most excited of all the, like, the Maiden Utica folks who'll be showing up today who's been texting me the most is our good friend TK. He gets really excited for Wrestlemania, and I appreciate it. That. Uh, all right, let's just get into this week's history lessons, and we'll move past them. Uh, they're pretty good this week. Uh, on this day, 1866, long time ago, uh, the Civil Rights Bill was passed. Uh, the Congress enacted a landmark Civil Rights Act on this day in 1866, overriding a veto by President Andrew Johnson. Uh, The law's chief thrust was to offer protection to slaves freed in the aftermath of the Civil War. It sought to negate these so-called Black Codes in the South, which undermined the end of slavery uh, as mandated by the 13th Amendment to the Constitution. Um, In defending the vetoed legislation, Senator Lyman Turnbull said, The bill neither confers nor abridges the rights of anybody, but simply declares that in civil rights there shall be equality among all classes of citizens, and that all alike shall be subject to the same punishments. So there you go. Uh, just, there you go, Andrew Johnson, Vito and Bills, mean guy, Andrew Johnson. All right, moving on. Here's our next wrestling-based thing. We're going to talk a little bit more wrestling, guys, get ready for it. On this date, 1986, WrestleMania 2 took place from three locations, Uniondale, New York, Rosemont, Illinois, and Los Angeles, California. Uh, they telecast, this was very ambitious at the time, from 1986 to telecast from three separate venues. Uh, there was a 20-man battle royal involving uh, WWE wrestlers and NFL football players. Uh, there was a boxing match between Mr. T and Rowdy Roddy How Piper.
4: Neat. I just love Rowdy Roddy. Roddy. Uh,
0: there was a steel cage match uh, in Los Angeles, California uh, between Hulk Hogan and the late great King Kong Bundy, who when I was a kid, I was oh, very cool. scared of. He was a big, mean, scary-looking dude. He just passed away like earlier this month. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, WrestleMania 2 was kind of a bust. Critical response to the show was very poor. Uh, JT Canton, a critic at the time, said, I'm sure that the idea of doing this show from three different venues sounded like a good on d- idea on paper. It was not effective in terms of producing a quality program. Uh, every one of the matches was a disappointment from the Bun- Hogan-Bundy cage match, the Battle Royal to the Piper-Mr. T boxing match. If the big matches are that poor, it hurts the whole show. Um, Wrestlemania 1 people don't really talk about that much Wrestlemania 2 is this weird show I think for most people Wrestlemania 3 is the one that people think of all the time as like the big iconic Wrestlemania moment that's when Hulk Hogan body slams Andre the Giant wrestling's like on MTV It becomes really mainstream I think that's probably the first peak of professional wrestling yes am I wrong here Seems accurate. Yes, sure. Yeah. Yes. This is one of the ones I never watch when we go back and watch all these old WrestleManias. I feel like I've never never really th- sat down to watch WrestleMania 2. Mm. Seems like a bust. I
2: feel like I have to think back and remember it's always Andre the Giant.
0: Andre the me. Giant was, was my favorite, I mm. think, too. Because like, the kid just so big yep. and that scary voice. <laughs> I did watch him in like an older wrestling, my pay-per-view, earlier this week. It was kind of sad to look at him. He's so big and it, like, look at you, hurt to walk. Mm-hmm. Probably life. That HBO documentary they did on Andre the Giant was really good. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I won't spend too long on this one to this day 1990 uh, Twin Peaks created by David oh, Lynch yeah. uh, <laughs> no, and long. starring Colin Blackland like um, no, <laughs> run <right. laughs> of the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> one of the top rated shows in 1990 but declining ratings led to its cancellation after its second season in 1991 nonetheless gained a cult following and has been referenced in a wide variety of media in subsequent years Twin Peaks has often been listed among the greatest television shows of all time Uh, Writing for The Atlantic, Mike uh, Mariani wrote that, quote, it would be tough to look at the roster of television shows at any given season without finding several that owe creative debt to Twin Peaks. Lynch's manipulation of the uncanny, his surreal non-sequiturs, his black humor, and his trademark ominous tracking shots can be felt in a variety of contemporary hit shows. Uh, I'll frame it this way, Kevin. It's one of my favorite television shows of all time. Everybody knows it. Um. I've attempted to get you into the show many times. I feel like for the most part... You're kinda whatever about it. I watched it. about a season and a half with you. What is it about the show that you feel like stops you from getting in the way that someone like me is in? What what is the the part of the show you think you find somewhat repellent? Um, I don't
1: think that there's always enough there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just kind of, like, doing something yes. weird for doing yes. it's sake. Okay. And it That's seems very... What was it? What was the old South Park? You're talking about, like, sniffing your own farts. Like, it seems a little <laughs> bit sometimes like that. Yeah, yeah, all right. Like, yeah, then we'll just have this owl, and they can all I argue know. about what does it all mean. Yes. And you're just like, oh, yeah, I... oh, it's a cup of coffee. Look at it. <laughs> Who knows? All the mystery. Yeah. Like, oh, nothing. Man. They're just out... It... Mm. Yeah, it seems like they're making it all up.
2: Zach tries to get me, tried to get me to watch it a couple times. There's a lot was, of cool stuff. There's about stuff it, but that I happens, appreciate. and all of a sudden it stops, and you're like, well, "I can wait, imagine why is this part happening how it right probably
1: now? broke some people's brains in like
0: 1990." But I don't
2: know. That was a great way to describe
0: it. <laughs> I mean, spot the lie. I love the show, but all that's pretty fair. <laughs> all that's pretty fair. I mean, I'm not that here to frank. debate it. I I just uh, I find the particular mix of genres to be very like. I can't when the show came back on its 25 year hiatus they did the the third season in 2017 I watched a good portion of it myself late at night on television and maybe it's cuz I'm in on the mythos maybe because I'm so deep into the show but very few shows would brought me through like the range of emotions like what is going on to like oh my god to like horror to like laughter it's a very intense show to watch it's like a roller coaster ride when you're really in and strapped in on it That's true I yeah. think
1: another thing that I think was probably a little bit tough for me is the translation of because it was so long ago, yeah. it's got some really um, dated like look and feel mm-hmm. to like some of the people and like the yeah. I mean like haircuts yeah. and outfits yeah, and sensibilities sure. and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes that makes it a little bit harder. It mm-hmm. uh,
0: breaks the immersion for me a little bit when I try to go back and watch something a little older. See, that wasn't so bad. It didn't, it didn't take too long on that, did we? That was, good. That was good. Uh, 2012, our next one, The Lion King on Broadway becomes the highest-grossing Broadway show in history. It's also the third longest-running show in Broadway history. Uh, over 95 million people have seen the musical, estimated worldwide. Uh, Earned numerous awards and honors. Six Tony Awards, Best Musical. Uh, the musical features actors in animal costumes as well as these big, giant hollow puppets. I don't know if you've ever seen like any video of them. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys ever seen any Broadway shows in general? No, no. Uh, so this would be interesting. I pulled up a list. The Lion King is the, like, the number one highest grossing of all time, made one point mm-hmm. six billion dollars. Do you think you guys can guess what any of the other shows? They're all pretty, guess. pretty popular Broadway yeah. shows. Like
2: which one was number one? Or? Sure. Well,
0: just which ones are on the list. See how many I'm you guys for can. Rent on there.
2: Right?
0: Rent? You said no, no rent no? on there. Actually, that's kind. Of, that's surprising. To me, actually. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cats. Yeah. Cats is number ten. Number ten. Uh, and it closed on September tenth, so it'll probably drop out of the top ten eventually. What
2: about that like Jesus Christ Superstar one? Wasn't that one like a pop?
0: I will one? say you're naming a lot of like classic old school ones. I oh. would say they're mostly most of the newer Wicked. ones. Oh. Wicked, Wicked is number two. Nice job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at yeah that. Wicked I'm is number two. Mid <laughs> the middle yeah. distance what I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> standing at the reflection of the light bulb in the windows. I'll, I'll let you guys Hamilton. Know.
0: Hamilton is number eight. Oh, so it's uh, rising yeah, up yeah, the yeah. list. I'm like, uh the producers. No,
1: no producers. Man, too bad ones for Larry David. Mm. Um, oh, I
0: feel
1: like oh, there's de- there's think. definitely some more. Um, and if you started like reading me the list, I'd be like mad
0: about it. Mm-hmm. I'll call. I'll, one of you guys are ready. I'll give you the rest. But you guys are doing a good job. If you want to guess for another couple uh-huh. seconds.
2: Here in the eighties, I was doing a good job. You guys are doing a good job. No, you are. <laughs> oh, I can't think
1: of. I'm trying Jersey Boys. Yeah, Jersey wow. Boys number oh, seven. I mean, Jersey Look Boys. Do you
0: guys remember the one that the South Park guys did? Oh, yeah, uh, The Mormon. The yeah. Book of Mormon. That's a Mormon. Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah. That's a good that's one. That's another one. How about the one that was based off of a yeah. famous 70s musical act? No, 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 Into the oh, Woods. Oh, um, no. Um, yeah, Abba? yeah. Was it
2: Abba? What well, Abba's the, the band. band. Uh, Mamma Mia.
0: Mamma, Mamma Mia. Yeah, that's a, a good one. Mia. All right, so there's three left. you guys want me to give them to you or you want to guess one more? One's a Disney one and two are old classics. I'm trying to think of other Disney's. West Side Story, Grease. No, no West Side Story or Grease. Andrew Lloyd Webber is one of them. Oh, okay. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of oh, the Opera, yeah. which was yeah.
1: going to be one of my first guesses, that I forgot. It when I was doing other mm-hmm. guesses. A Disney
0: one? Um, that one's Disney bothering
1: one. me.
4: Yeah,
0: I'm trying to
1: think of what other Disney they did, and it seems really obvious to me in my head.
0: But uh, the fourth one was a musical that they made a movie version of, and uh, Richard Gere. Uh, what's your name? Renee Zellweger was in it. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. I have my brain. So the last one left is the Disney one. Yeah, it's a tale as old as time. Uh, Beauty true and is the it, beast? Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. There it is. Number yeah. nine, Beauty and the Beast. You guys did a good show. That was great. I'm Damn. very impressed with you guys. I'm uh, impressed with Kevin. Have you known? I've that seen a couple of Broadway shows. It is a really... I'll say this. Whether you like musicals or if you... You can go see a Broadway show. It's not a musical, by the way. It's right, yet. right there's something very cool. Maybe it's the same reason I like wrestling and the same reason... I a, like a performance. Yes, mm-hmm. especially... I like a will, big
1: coordinated performance.
0: Yeah, big live... Co- it feels like anything can sort of happen and mm-hmm. everyone's there. When you're in a room... I watched West Side Story at the Glimmerglass Opera earlier this, uh, last year with some of my students and that was really cool. For a lot of these kids who like don't like this kind of stuff, they don't care about music, just to Did be they think it, it was cool? Yeah. No, cool. Because oh, when well. you're in a live setting like that and you're watching people do something amazing, like sing an amazing song or do an amazing... Mm-hmm. Dance or this amazing mm-hmm. monologue and acting—it's impressive when you're in live. It's hard to—it's really nice to break the immersion of like looking at a screen sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. you know, sporting events are good for that too in the same way. Uh, all right, moving on—we uh, sort of talk about this one all the time, but uh, I just picked a particular one. Twenty fourteen. These are the twenty. 24- oh god,
1: it's always still history lesson. Here's the <laughs> last, last one. Track, last one. I thought we we're going on something. Uh,
2: twenty fourteen.
0: This is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. It was Peter Gabriel, Hall of Oates, Kiss, Nirvana. Linda Ronstadt and Kat Stevens. So that's I your 20- turn. Yeah, I know all of them as well. So I found a list on the internet, and uh, it was the, one of the worst lists I've ever read. It was this really, really pompous list that Variety, I think, did. And I'll have to source it. Where they were ranking all of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame candidates all time, like from best to worst. This was the order that they put this class in on the list. So I'm going to go down. And, uh, and I'll start. Uh, number eight was Nirvana. N- number eight, all time. And I sort of was like, scrubbed my face. Here was the pretentious line. Ready? The psychological honesty of Cobain's songs was groundbreaking. Sonically, they blew a hole in the radio and wrenched the entire recording industry sideways. I was like, ugh. <laughs> and you know what? Too, You're not like, a Nirvana fan? <laughs> I
1: like Nirvana. But, like, no, he's 100% not wrong, but boy, you don't have to put that more sauce on him. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, let, yeah. let, let it. That was the highest. Nobody break. needs that much. You know, red. red sauce on top of the item. You know, just let it breathe. Uh, that was
0: the twenty. That was the highest rank of the twenty fourteen class. Next one was number ninety six on their list was Peter Gabriel. I love Peter Gabriel. I do like Peter Gabriel as well. The, Peter Gabriel too. Uh, for years in the nineteen eighties, post Genesis, he in his own way, he was in his own way as radical as Lou Reed or David Bowie. Okay, I don't know about that. Uh, his unexpected albums match disturbing soundscapes over sometimes disturbing subject matter.
2: This is so much. Yeah. Well, you could just write
0: "sledgehammer" as a banger. Yeah, sledgehammer, sledge sledge yeah. sledgehammer is hammer. a banger. Just yeah, Listen yeah, yeah. to sledgehammer in that your eyes. Also good in I'd your be, eyes. Yeah, in yes. your eyes is the yes. no sledgehammer. That was no, it's still good though. That was uh, I actually like the song Salisbury Hill. Yes, That's a good one, yes, too. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, 19, number 150 was Linda Ronstadt. My mom likes Linda Ronstadt. That's about all I really know. Mm, mom's like Linda Ronstadt, I feel like, yeah. Uh, it seems that it, this number at 150 is where this guy, whoever he was, started taking his turn and started kind of ragging on these people a little bit. Mm. Leaving aside the undeniable voice... I don't know how well the beloved Ronstadt's work has aged. Oh, you don't, sir? Oh, let me well. Hear your album. <laughs> yeah, let well, me hear your tracks, brother. <laughs> Let's hear your album. Uh, so, number 197 was Cat Stevens. This is another highly sentimental and non-threatening baby boomer inductee. Todd Rundgren. That's the Ra- whole point. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, the New York Dolls and Roxy Music, all of whom wrote better songs and were far more influential recording at the same time. Cool, bro. True. Right. I True. mean, they are, True. but I guess. Th- True. Now, this is where I get angry. 204. There's only like 290 nominees altogether. Yeah, yeah. Hall of Notes, 204. All I can do is throw up my hands. How is yeah, this a Hall of feel. Fame act? I love Hall Yeah. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Hips. Hits all day. Oh, looks like TK's here in the building. He's here early. I love it. See, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and number 215 was Kiss. I mean, Kiss sucks, so yeah, I don't nah, have a problem nah, with nah, that. So there know. you go. No, you, people. some
1: people go nuts for Kiss, I and I really, I'll tell no. you what. I can't. Weird. <laughs> no. <laughs> Couldn't relate.
0: It's not for me. It's not for Couldn't me, relate. dog. Uh, Alright, so we're going to do, Heather, we're going to do your Wrestlemania picks. radio Radiohead got inducted this year. That's about right, it's about that time. Only two
1: of the five went, none of them were Tom and Johnny, believe it or not.
0: So, Kev, I'm going to give you the uh, the official... This is a list of all the
1: matches yeah. the, where people are writing the picks down. I feel I feel very important, very necessary to the ceremony as I've got the ledger and the pen here.
0: Yeah. So And I await further instruction. So, here's what we're going to do. Uh, Kevin, you are going to give Heather the matches, uh, for the card right. and I'm going to try my best to give right. you a very brief explainer okay. on each character Great. and you can decide. So are you ready? I'm
2: ready. Mm-hmm. So
0: here we are WrestleMania 35. Kevin, please, if you will. You start at the top then? Yeah, sure. Right at the top. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Ah, uh, so Roman Reigns uh, wrestled for a group called The Shield and we're going to talk about two of their members uh, well at least one more of their members in just a moment. Okay. Uh, earlier this year, Roman Reigns uh, was diagnosed in real life with leukemia. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is his comeback WrestleMania match. Uh, his opponent, Drew McIntyre, is... Uh, the Scottish psychopath, he's a bad man. and he's Big giant there. Scottish guy. I've yeah. seen both of these guys yeah,
2: before, yeah, yeah. so I remember them. Uh,
0: so who do you like here? Drew McIntyre. What's taller, a bearded, Reigns. long-haired, brunette man? Roman Reigns? Yeah, for Roman sure. Reigns, for sure. For okay. sure. So he's Roman he Reigns. He's very popular. The kids love Roman Reigns. Uh, I did not pick him, but that's okay. Okay.
1: Uh, the next match
0: is the Universal
1: Champion Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins.
0: Okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar, of course, the monstrous beast incarnate, the greatest uh, champion of our era. He defeated the Undertaker. Seth Rollins, sort of the plucky underdog, uh, burning it down. He's not scared of Brock Lesnar, even though maybe he should be. Has remember, been there before. He's a former is. champion. I'm gonna go with Seth, though. Mm, the underdog. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna give uh, the next one. Kev is writing it down. Unless you want to do it, go ahead. What, what? I mean, you can. No, go ahead. Whatever you want to do, you do it. Do you're it. sure? I'm Do it. positive. I'm ready. I quit. I'm
2: done. I know who some of these people are um, now from coming over here. The,
1: the women's championship match, the main event of, uh, for the first time in the history, of the women main event, three-way match. Ronda Rousey is a champion. Charlotte is another champion. Becky Lynch has no championships. And whoever wins gets all the championships. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I'm, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, please. No, no,
0: go ahead. I think, I want to hear your first choice before I say oh, anything.
2: I'm always rooting for underdogs. So, so I'd go with Becky
0: Lynch. So you already know that Becky Lynch is the underdog. Obviously, <laughs> you're so on it. The main. Yeah. So you're going with the man, (laughs) Becky Lynch. I think that's probably the most popular pick. I think this is the match that most people, even in the mainstream, who don't know as much about wrestling, Mm. are the most excited about. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Uh, Next one, Kev? Uh, The champion, Daniel Bryan, versus member of the New
1: Day, Kofi Kingston. Mm -hmm.
0: So Daniel Bryan is sort of doing a heel. He used to be the most renowned wrestler uh, uh, in WWE, the most popular babyface. Kofi Kingston has been in the company for 11 years. This is his big moment. Daniel Bryan is doing two things. He's an eco warrior, so he's mad at uh, people for being consumers. He has a uh, he has a renewable uh championship belt made of hemp and wood as opposed to leather and metal. It's amazing. <laughs> Bitter
1: guy who has let success go to his head and is the champion versus the guy who's been there for eleven years and finally getting his shot that he that the people think he deserves with the people behind him. Yes. I'm
2: just gonna go with the, the Daniel, Daniel Daniel Bryan. Bryan. So you yes, like it? Daniel. You know, I'm gonna
1: go with Okay. Sometimes there's de- sometimes there's bad guys. Gotta yeah. win. Uh, the next match, the second oldest guys to be having a match, AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Uh,
0: AJ Styles yeah. used to be an indie wrestler. He fought all over the world in the indies, yeah. whereas Randy Orton has been a WWE original. So their angle is sort of about like original WWE versus like an outsider and who's really the man.
2: Is that
0: AJ? AJ's the yeah. outsider, yeah. yeah. You like AJ? Yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to do all the matches or do you just want to do some of the big ones? Uh, whatever
1: you want to do, man. This is your This is your party.
0: We got a little bit more. Okay, we got about three minutes. Let's try and bust
1: through. Do the next one, Kev. Uh, Triple H versus Batista. The guy who's in charge Mm -hmm. of the company was in DX versus the guy who plays Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Important to note that if Triple H loses, he has to retire from wrestling for the rest of his career.
2: I'm going to go Triple H on anyway. Triple H, very
0: strong. You don't like Drax the Destroyer? No one has any faith in Drax the Destroyer. Well, because they're not going
2: to make the
1: guy who's the boss of the company retire. Unless there's something going
0: on. Bobby Lashley versus the demon, Finn Balor. Uh, Bobby Lashley is the intercontinental champion. Uh, Finn Balor uh, wears this makeup and embodies this Only demon every once in a character. He's never lost when He's, he's the never demon. lost as Is he going to be the demon? He's, he's going to be the, he's the demon. i going to go with that. Uh, you're going with the demon.
1: All right. Uh, the U.S. champ Samoa Joe. Bad dude. Hits hard. Mean guy versus Rey Mysterio. Little guy in a mask who's been wrestling for like 30 years.
2: <laughs> the little guy in the mask. You
0: the little guy in the mask. All right. Ooh, there's a lot in this one.
1: Um, The women's tag team match. You want... uh.
0: You want me to take this one? Yeah, no, do your thing. Alright, let me take this one real here. You can do it, <laughs> No, you've been doing a lot. I feel I appreciate it. Uh, Alright, Sasha and Bailey, the boss and hug connection. They're the babyface champions. Uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, they're like, I guess, oh, the Natalia. legends.
1: Old yeah, the old
0: ladies. Old dogs. Uh, uh, Nia Jackson and Tamina, the big, big ladies. Biggest ladies. And then the Iconics, kind of the
1: wild card the, here. The funny uh, semi-comedy act, okay. like Best Buddies. I'm
2: going to do that. The
1: Iconics? The Iconics? Yeah. I love Iconics it. is actually, that's a nice backdoor pick.
0: Yeah, no like, one's taking my I might them. win tonight.
2: You, There's a possibility.
0: Uh, how about the Miz versus Shane O'Mac? Shane McMahon, the son of Vince McMahon, Kev. Falls kind of anywhere. Yeah, yeah.
2: I like the Miz, so I'm going to go. You like the- just I like him, so...
0: Mm-hmm. I like that the Miz has sort of gotten a nice little career for himself. Mm-hmm. I used
2: to watch when he was on Road Rules. <laughs> yeah, ro- 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 <laughs> Road Rules ro- challenge. I feel like I have to just keep going with
0: uh, it. We have three left, and then we'll close it up. Uh, Kurt Angle in his retirement oh, wow, match potentially card? versus Baron Corbin. Oh,
2: Kurt Angle.
0: Uh, okay. Kev, you, Justin Parkinson refuses to choose the the winner to this match. Why? He's trying to game the system and cheat. He thinks he's cheat. You think it's a cheating. He's waiting
1: venue. for he's waiting for any kind of rumors to break on what might happen on like Twitter and the dirt sheets. Boy, mixed oh um, Uh The Usos. How would
0: you describe the Usos? Like Samoan brothers. Mm. Like they're it's a
1: bunch of like uh, like badass guys. They're they're twin brothers. They're Samoan dudes, long hair. They kick ass. Okay, kind of yeah. gangsters, hard dudes. Been champions a bunch of time. Big time veterans. Are the champions now? They're the champions against versus... the bar. The big Irish guy and the big Swiss guy. Oh, I saw Mohawk those guy, guys before. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. not versus uh, Nakamura and Rusev, the Japanese guy that looks like Michael Jackson and Rusev, the big <laughs> no. giant Russian in the tank. Versus Alistair Black and Ricochet, uh, tattooed undead demon guy and bald oh, acrobat
2: are, are, are guy. Everybody listening to this who don't, yeah, yeah, stop. <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. I'm want to go with
0: the first two, the Usos? Yeah, everyone loves To retain the, like the championship. Just, yeah. And last but not least, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. This duo who used to be a tag team they've come back together they have not won a match so far, as a tag team, they're fighting. That's the their whole gimmick. Is that these guys have been losing every match for like to three win, years. Make then know. all of a sudden, they got
1: added in to face these champions. So they don't seem to like them. They always make it look dumb anyway. They're not
2: gonna win.
0: And they're gonna fight the Revival, who are the tag team champs, and they're like old school guys. They're rough and tumble, punchy. They're the young, face. but old school guys. So they call themselves like the Revival. I'm go with
2: the Rival. Rival. All right, the Revival. So
0: I will post these picks on Twitter, and you guys can see how Heather fared along with everybody right. else. Uh, people are starting to show up here for our WrestleMania the is I know, I extravaganza. And there's food, I think. There's I food coming. Do
1: you ever feel? See, let me ask you a question. Do you ever feel personally vindicated that you moved back, and now there's a whole nation of people? who are wrestling fans. Me. Oh, I mean, I never even watched wrestling. It. it was all you. Like You brought it back, and this, was, this is your like thing that you set up, and you captured everybody. I know. It's, you hoodwinked everybody. I can't believe it. Uh, it's the scam of the century. Worked everybody into a suit. I know. Shoot. I know.
0: I know. Uh, I'm looking forward to tonight's pay-per-view. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's wrestling-heavy episode. We're two weeks away from 200. Why is not Don Shipman not responding yeah. to yeah. us? Yo, where is Don, Don Shipman? By the way, everyone where, get on Twitter.
1: Is Don where? Shipman scared?
0: Where is Don is Shipman? He scared? He must I'll be I'll see him in the hell in the cell if he doesn't want to do the podcast. No, Don, please, come do the podcast before you leave. Yeah. We want to come talk to you. Uh, all right, folks, Cyanar uh, humanoids. Keep it tight. Uh, Woodstock lives. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us every week. We're getting close to 200. Love you guys. It's Wrestlemania. Tell him he can even win.